Lego sets that uh, sometimes it is hard to recognize, like from the directions to the color oh, yeah. that is what actually, actually represented. Yeah. That you're like, they have like dark gray, mm -hmm. medium gray. It's all relative Black. too, because you have to kind of see what language you're using for a specific value of gray, yeah. and then you're like, okay, well, this must be the darker gray piece because be exactly. three pages behind. Or sometimes you get gray pieces, and they put like a little like a little glitter thing on there to kind yeah. of show that it's a silver piece as yeah. opposed to just a gray piece. This yeah. is true, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, no, uh, I was having trouble. I was having trouble with that when I was building something, and I was like, what color is that supposed to? Be? Is this like the dress? What is happening? <laughs> we went to the Lego store yesterday. I got the really cute little. They made a little special Easter set. It's really really cute. But it didn't come with instructions. Like they forgot to package. Was instructions that like a little this. vignette thing, like a little scene? Yeah, because okay, really I know I think last year they had actually like, you built like a Lego Easter Bunny head or something. Yeah. Like that. Well, they've been doing like 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 little stage vignettes. Like that one for Valentine's Day, they had a, a couple having a romantic dinner in a restaurant, uh -huh. and this was a little kitchen with a mom and a son painting eggs. It's really it's cute. What the hell did they use for eggs? Was it like little white stuff? It was neat. They had these, I don't know what they're for. I've seen them use a smoke, and I've seen them use that, but they're like little, they look like little, they're little half round pieces that have that have a little hole in the bottom that can stick in a hole in a stud. Oh, okay. It's, it was interesting. But anyway, yeah, they, uh, but for whatever reason, they didn't package instructions. It's the first time I would ever have Lego set not come with instructions. So I looked it up online, Especially and I followed it. would be a little bit elaborate. It's not just yeah. like building yeah. a car, like a little, tiny little four-wheeled Happy Meal car. I think yeah. they genuinely just straight up didn't package it. Yeah. Well, so, they were they were hoping that instead of building like a Lego, like, like a Lego kitchen set, you'd build the Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> so I looked it up online, and it was it was honestly the worst I'd ever seen. Because they were like, take this red piece and put it in the corner. And then I'd look at it, it was a yellow piece. Like, it was just the colors. <laughs> were not even remotely close. Really? Yeah, I was really astonished. I'm like, this is some Mickey Mouse bullshit here. They came up with the Easter thing like like a week before Easter. Just I wonder. Like, hey, it's yeah, like, yeah. like we need to have something for the holidays. Yeah. I kind of forgot that Easter existed. Like, shat that out. Did they have yeah. Easter in Danish? Where where Lego come from? I was thinking about that. I was like, how if you're an international brand? Because I was thinking specifically about the well, holiday specific. Well, specific stuff. I was thinking about the Lone Ranger stuff. I'm like, if you're an international brand, I guess they were thinking, oh, it's Johnny Depp, the Pirates of the Caribbean stuff had international appeal, therefore this will. Yeah, but well, I guess the full way to Disney Western, behind it, trying to shove it yeah. in every market. Yeah. And also, Western stuff does have some degree of international appeal. But I was really Mostly surprised. Most of the people that want to make animal figures, but it's like. <laughs> it's like you know you think that has to be a huge part of their thinking they have to think will this yeah. have international appeal yeah which makes me surprised that the Prince of Persia thing ever happened because that one, just seems internationally tone deaf the one airbender the one airbender well, they were kind of stupid for even trying to make that movie yeah. not even just because of the Persian well there's technically there's not even a Persian left anymore but yeah yeah just the Mideast I don't yeah. know also, it's just a dumb movie. Like, we just want to make hottest Lego Did they make a whole bunch ever. of Prince of Persia Lego stuff? Because I know they had a little uh, A7 did, did they yeah. have Lego ostriches? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because all I ever heard about that movie, there's a scene where they race ostriches. There is. Uh, that was actually a movie that introduced us to Emma, Gemma Arterton. Oh, yeah? Well, yeah. I love to get Gemma Arterton to play. Is she playing oh. like a Persian princess? Yeah. She does. the last person in the world oh, that they, could pass the off The director a was oh. a dick to her, too. He's like, okay, you gotta bleach your teeth, straighten your teeth. Um, you're she not. She is known for only having four posh. yellow corn stubs. No, that's for teeth. not true. I mean, she, well, she, didn't she, he, he, he say he you said can't that, play posh? Yeah, he basically told her that she couldn't. She was incapable of being. Oh, she can't like she elegant and posh. Really? And she told him to fuck off because she was a classically trained actress. <laughs> and I was like, like was, this, you hired me to pretend, motherfucker. Was this after she was in a Bond movie? Because she's kind uh, of a posh lady was, in that was, movie. It was. It was post. Okay, because she's yeah, playing like an pre. agent. I think it was pre. It was pre. But, um, 
Yeah, no, she she's a badass. And even then, that's, that role is different than from like a princess, a regal. Well, princess. I know, I know, but still, at least that proves that she's and not just like 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 a, like a gutter rat. If you go back and you look at it, she is at her most like freckled, beautiful glory. Yeah, in it. She, Prince Persia. Yeah, she's so pretty in that movie. I and she's wasted in that movie. But she's, she's totally wasted. Everyone, but she's it's got Jake totally Gyllenhaal, and he's a waste of space. And even he's wasted in that movie. That's what I've heard. It's on Netflix. I was never a fan of Donnie Darko, so no. I already got a chip on my shoulder. Yeah. Um, he's the only the only movies that I've ever liked Jake Gyllenhaal in have been End of Watch. Yeah, I really liked him in that. He's, he's that... really good. End of Watch is a um, is a police. It's a it's a it's an okay movie. The end of it it doesn't stick its landing very well. Okay, I was thinking of wasn't got... he just in one where he's um like a paparazzi guy. Um, I think I, that's that just came out like in the I last month or two. Yeah. We have not, we have not seen it. We're not big, big on him. So yeah, it's gotta either. be, it's gotta be something really specific and really special. Um, and really it was him and his chemistry with Michael Pena that was yeah. so impressive and end of watch. So yeah. it's a good, it's a good, it's a pretty good movie. And then we got a crush on Michael Pena. And too. then we got a crush on Michael Pena. What, what else? Who's Michael Pena? Um, he's, he's in, a Hispanic actor. He's a Hispanic actor. He was in, uh, he, most recently in Fury. With yeah. um, the the word was that a good tank. movie or did have you guys not, see it? Have not we, seen it. That seems like it could be kind of interesting, but then oh, what if it really is just a bunch of guys in a tank not doing anything? I felt for two like hours? a dick because that's totally a movie that Foley really wanted to go see, and I was like, no. But then you yeah. dragged her to Jupiter Ascending. No, no I, I she go. did not go because I would not take that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. You yeah, didn't go. go. That should have been the trade-off. Get it done in double feature. I, I did not <laughs> go. Or, or the other half of the couple sits in the car for the two hours. And you can... exactly. Every every now every now and again, it's like, please take me and go see Fifty Shades of Grey. And I'm like, you wouldn't see Fury with me. You guys are coming with me on Wednesday to go see Breakfast Club in the movie theaters, right? Fuck no. <laughs> Fuck the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Why? You're not a fan? It's, there's some things that are part of canon that are so worshipped. Yeah. They're just like, fuck. Fuck off. That's how I feel about The Breakfast Club. Yeah, classic. <laughs> Just because you were two when it came out. Uh-huh. Wait, what year were you born? I 1984. Okay, I keep thinking you were 1983, which doesn't matter that much, but... Yeah. I think that's Dylan, right? Is it Dylan 1983? So. I was saying something the other day about... Some, somebody was talking about, like, different Zodiac signs versus, like, what year you were born, and I was like, what the hell is people I know? And I was trying to... I don't know. I I'm think I'm a eight, rabbit. I'm an, I'm an 80 baby, and I'm a monkey. What, what year were you born? <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? Sexual monkey. Sex monkey. 1980. 1980. You were born in 1980? Okay, yeah. I keep on forgetting you're a couple of years older. I, for some reason... I, yeah, you're just folded to me. I keep on forgetting I'm, like that you're fully You're just born in a fully formed. Yeah, fully formed. No, there was a once upon a time when Foley was skinny and had long hair down to her ass. I cannot even fathom that. I threw away all those pictures, all that proof. Yeah, I cleaned out a storage that, unit. That sounds like blackmail quality. Bullshit. I cleaned out a storage unit, and it was it was actually really like cleaned out the storage unit. Everything was all like it was terrible, mold, bad. So I had to throw like everything out, yeah. but it felt really good. He's like, yeah. fuck this. That like, all my cathartic. high school, all my high school yearbooks, mm-hmm. everything from there, coated in mold, and I'm just like, don't care, and uh, and and hucked it all out and stuff like that. But yeah, it's old pictures of me being really thin and really kind of un- kind of unhealthy looking, like and super skinny, unhealthy, or just unhealthy, just because like, like depression, life, yeah, sadness. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Longer hair. Mm. Not only was I born in the year of the rat, I was born on Chinese New Year. Oh, really? Were you? Apparently. Excellent. Literally, the year of the rat started on February 2nd, 1984. Look at me. I'm you. a monkey. <laughs> well, you know, I did look didn't me know. up and tell me what I am. <laughs> Good 
confirm your You want official confirmation, not just Andy suspecting, mm-hmm. but yeah. Why you're a monkey fool. I'm monkey. <laughs> Am I not? Am I? I'm a rabbit, right? December what? 5th, 1975. Seven if people need to steal my identity, there you go. Bill, you a rabbit. You a rabbit. So close to being a dragon, though, I think. If I'd been born like a month later. You would have been Khaleesi. Yeah. <laughs> Me being naked with the natives. Bill, Just Bill, running around. Bill of dragons. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, of, it's, uh, it's Bill of buddies, and that makes more sense. You guys, you guys don't care about Game of Thrones coming back in a couple nope. weeks. No, it's coming back. The only I, thing I care about is how the hell they're gonna handle. What it. are you gonna? Yeah, how are you gonna do that? The books they've caught up. No, did you see they came out? Th- this is gonna be part of the Geek News and Review, but they, they they came out this week said we're 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 gonna overtake the books. It's inevitable now. Just because, like... Well, I mean, like, we are going to, or this season we are? Uh, we are going to. Well, yeah. they've already caught up with Bran and Hodor, yeah. so they're yeah. not even going to be in the season because there was simply nothing else to do with them. Yeah. And, uh, I, and, and you see, like, even from the promos of this, you see that it's uh, Stannis, he's going up to the wall. Yeah. Which is, like, that's that that's kind of, like, the end of... of, of yeah. Of his this thing. is it. I really, this by the end of the season, they're going to rock out. I haven't left. even read those damn things you have, but, like, I'm mad at him. Who him? I'm mad at George R. R. Martin. You like, wasted hey, a lot you know of time. You wasted an enormous amount of time. You like I... you got a foot on a banana peel and the other one in the grave. I understand. <laughs> I understand. His whole thing is that it is supposed to be an intercontinental conflict, and he spent a lot of time focusing on one. And if it's really going to be a cross continental conflict, he has to develop the other continent. Okay. I get that, but I don't okay. give a shit. I don't care about any of the people well, over here. Now that they've actually come out and said they're going to uh, overtake his work with the books, so some from from some sort of perspective, you think it might be liberating that now he can not even from having to keep up with the show but now if the show's kind of going to go off and do his own thing he can really kind of like do his own thing with the books now at least he doesn't have to worry about the two being interconnected anymore True. not that they say that the end of the series I, versus the books would be entirely different but now like I don't know he doesn't part of me really feels like he just won't finish him yeah like he'll die and he just won't He's, finish it's him like which would be fascinating by the way if like the the TV show finishes the story, but the books never do. Yeah. yeah. Although and I'm sure he must have, he had to have told the uh, TV production crew everything that he had. He might, I don't see, if, if you're the head of the Game of Thrones TV show, I don't even say how, how you would sign on to even work on that show unless you have guarantees from George R. R. Martin that you're going to see his notes, see what his outlines for the end of the show, so you're not mm. going into the show completely dependent on this one guy then, who's a heart attack away from fucking up your well, entire project. Well, then you project. just do whatever the fuck you want. Then you do but, yeah, but like, so much of it is like, you know, like the fans are so wrapped up with, is this George R. R. Martin approved? And yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. You're walking to a trap. Well, then they, then, they, then they weekend at Bernie him, and they just go, yes. <laughs> He may have died last year, and they're still looking for the perfect, like, because he hasn't been at any cons lately, because supposedly he's working on the books, but yeah. Yeah, Which yeah, I don't understand. Cons are exhausting. He's dressed dude. like Tom Haverford, and he's just like in a cabin. Yeah, really skinny. His his, his uh, cashmere stripe. Yeah, I'm just picturing what's his face and just like a gray beard and a little sea yeah, captain's hat. Yeah, it's yeah. he's on sorry, just yeah. like this, like yeah, yeah. He's actually uh, George R. R. Martin. So. But yeah, that was a deep joke. It was what? all right. Had had you guys been watching Game of Thrones? I don't know if you guys no. had really no, watched. We it stopped last. before the. Um, Red, Red wedding. wedding, yeah, okay. Which that, that was season, that's already two seasons that? ago. That's say, like the third that season. Of, then we stopped at season two. I think the mm-hmm. new season is like season five. Because I, I was so. like, I don't yeah. give a shit. Tyrion's was, heading over to Pederast or whatever. It was just it was just one of those things where it was like, yeah, it's it's pretty. Yeah. I really respect like 
the diversity in costuming. Yeah, the costume. Like how cool. the 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 all of the set dressing aspects really like mm-hmm. lend itself. Like you can tell when someone's from the north. Yeah. When the first yeah. time you meet um, Jorah. Yeah. You can tell where he's from just yeah. simply by virtue of how he dresses and carries himself. Yeah. And you're just like, okay, that's fucking cool. That's and nice stuff. Smart. They make good world building on a TV yeah. budget. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. They do amazing, amazing, amazing things. And like, if anything, that's what I miss. Mm-hmm. But I really just, I don't care about sex position. Yeah. I don't care about like, well, what what pussies and dicks can we show? Well, that's another like, nice thing. If, if, if they've pretty much eaten up all the content from the books too, you think they could speed up the show a little bit since they're not having to worry about translating all this content from the books. If yeah. if they have the basic skeleton of what the story is supposed to be and how it's supposed to end, then they can kind of just make it, like, just better fit the, like, the structure of the TV show maybe yeah. kind of speed up towards the end and it's not quite so much like, okay, how are we going to have to deal with all these characters who, like, really don't matter and how we're going to cut out this stuff? I don't know. They just... It's just, I don't know, a little yeah. more native to television and a little bit. Because, I mean, the other thing is, like, Game of Thrones has been on already for, like, five years now. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it can last a hell of a lot longer. Because, yeah. like, yeah. TV shows really only keep their audience for a good, at best, like, seven years. Yeah. 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 And so they kind of, like, okay, you, you would think it. that most of Game of Thrones have actually, the show's got to be actually be at least, like, two-thirds over by now. So I think that, yeah. Yeah, because... But then there's, like, then there's, like, you know, long-haul bullshit, like... ER. Yeah. Yeah. Although that's kind of episodic enough and yeah. kind of... No, I mean, that's fucking written for TV and yeah. you know, it's not, like, adapting on anything else. But, like, there are things that last longer than that. But that they I... tend to be things that aren't, like, one contiguous story. You know, it's like also, your CSIs or your ERs. Or I, your... You gotta think these actors, too. <laughs> They're just tired. After a while. Because they spend so much time like overseas in fucking, like, Malta and all yeah. these weird places. Yeah. Spending half the year. I can't imagine they want to keep on doing that for, like, God knows, it, like, indefinitely. I think the one thing that I... That, that has come out of Game of Thrones that has been really, really interesting is, um... Making it more okay for other shows following suit in like that sort of historical aspect to um everyone's fair game. Yeah. Anyone can die. Yeah. Which this is all podcast talk. What do you think we've been doing for the last half hour? Fuck, I hate this. I really <laughs> hate this. Because you know what's nice when you open a show and say, Hey everybody, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. I'm Annie, that's Bill, it's fully Fuck! I can edit this to the end of the episode. Uh, no, yeah, Vikings has totally picked up the mantle from Game of Thrones in that yeah. regard. Yeah, which is which is neat to see. Yeah, and, it's because it's because the thing about episodic television is that it can be so annoying. Is when it's like, um, well, this you know the stakes are moot because they're not going to kill anybody. Yeah. So it's like, why worry about you know someone dangling off a cliff because they're not going to die? Yeah. You know. Yeah. But when people die, shit happens. Shit's got consequence. Bill, what are you doing now? Uh, actually, for, I'm just changing the power settings on my computer so it doesn't like go to sleep in the middle of the recording. <laughs> yeah, I meant to do that before we started recording. That's totally uh, odd. So yeah, so how does so how does Viking? Did they kill off some uh, major? I don't want to talk. Just finish the third season. I don't want to talk about spoilery stuff too much because Vikings, uh, it's a show that's worth going into yeah. as unspoiled as you can. Yeah. But we just caught up in the most recent episode of Vikings, and I don't know. I, a lot of people have been dismissive of the season that I've seen really? online. I know that shocked me because we've been really enjoying this season. I I mean, yeah, because I really feel like I really feel like it. It's first season's rough. Yeah, 
and then the second season they they find their stride and I is feel the like, first season rough just from a storytelling perspective or just kind of yeah. takes a while for like they it really have to have characters that get their feet under them like yeah. there's a lot of characters figuring out who they are which isn't in the case of Vikings not necessarily super interesting mm-hmm. it's not or not and that's a, that's loaded it's, it's not, not that's fair. not really fair there's aspects yeah. that they just haven't figured out mm-hmm. yeah there's there's like from nerd stuff that we pay attention to there's certain editing things that yeah. haven't been figured out yeah. but man by like the end of the first season. Second season, all the way consistent. Like, their stride did not break. I do not yeah. feel that their stride broke from two to three, which yeah. is impressive when you yeah. take that long of a gap and you, you know, have these people. And also you're playing around. I think Vikings more so than anything else is one of the more interesting narratives on television right now because time doesn't mean shit to them. Yeah. They will... And you're just supposed to fucking keep up. Yeah. They don't tell you this is eight weeks from then. Yeah. This is this is this is four three years. Months. This yeah. is four years. Yeah. This is it. They don't tell. Well, what you. happens? Well, they cut the like like two episodes later. Suddenly, everyone's got beards or like like the. Someone like, sometimes people have more like tattoos. tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Like they're they're the, so like it's all they dress told. different. Oh, that yeah. must be a continuity director's nightmare working on that. <laughs> yeah, show that, but they're know, doing especially it, if you're filming shit out of order. Like, well, okay. they're doing it in like in in ways that is that that are you know that you pick up on and then you yeah. go, wait a minute. Oh, she's giving birth. Yeah. So it's fucking. It's yeah. like, well, that makes sense because yeah, at least you know it's going to be this long. Yeah. Exactly. You know. Yeah. And I don't think about that's because it's not like nor- like a modern like even more current shows where like just even traveling. Well, especially don't you have the characters traveling from where are they starting off? They, from? Um, they, so, like, I mean, they travel from Scandia- uh, Scandinavia to yeah. to fucking England. I mean that 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 voyage takes time, and yeah. then they're there, and then they're fighting. It's not like on the West Wing where characters get on airplane and they're there to, like no, exactly. three hours later. Yeah. yeah. No. So it's like everything. Is they allow that time to pass and they don't they don't explain it they yeah. don't they, so you they just, don't handle you got to keep up you which know. is neat and, it's, and it works and it's, it's nice so well. to, it's nice to have any entertainment that's not going to sit down and kind of explain for the the, the slow pokes in the audience like hey well, this is exactly this yeah. passage yeah. of time like there, another way on. they do that to a lesser degree and it's what I really like and I know I've talked about it before in the podcast is the way they treat faith. Like in this most recent yeah. episode, we saw two yeah, you, different you, characters. You hammered on this, yeah. They had two different characters of two different faiths essentially see signs from their gods, yeah, mm-hmm. or God. And the show doesn't hold your hand and say, "This is just their imagination," or "They're drunk," or "This is a drug dream," yeah. or anything like that. They don't bother to say, "Well, this god is real and that god isn't," and this is just no. It's just it's real to those people in that moment. So and you that's see all that it, and it happens, and that's all that matters. And they don't bother to stop and like explain to you why or that it's not real. Well, they or never that's do. Just and there's a, like, there's, there's a part when something happens on a while someone is carving something. Mm-hmm. And blood runs down the carving. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't explain it to you, but that character is walking around, gathering up stuff, and like mm-hmm. the thing, he walks back by that carving. And there's nothing on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, it's just a nice. That's, it's nice, and it's yeah. just handled in this way where you're like, is it real? Is it not real? The 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 um, spirituality and the mysticism is just kind mm-hmm. of allowed to exist. Yeah, as opposed to being like. Well, that's nice. They just they just kind of present it without any kind of like modern day commentary. Exactly. About it. Yeah. I think that's really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. One of the it's almost. I- like it seems like it would be kind of like viewing it through like those characters' eyes. Yeah. Exactly. They would experience it rather exactly. than like, yeah. And that's, that's the thing I like about that show is that it's very, it allows 
characters to have their own perspective without necessarily a lot of commentary or judgment. Like, it doesn't matter if it's, I'm attracted to this person I shouldn't be attracted to, or I believe in this god as opposed to that person believes in these gods. And, like, every in the moment, everyone's perspective is valid, and the show doesn't judge, and the show doesn't invite us to look down on it. Like, last night, we saw a moment of what, into a modern perspective, is a moment of infidelity, but it was presented with great empathy and understanding. Yeah. Yeah. And it's gonna be, like, real, it's probably gonna have shitty ramifications in a few episodes, See, but... That's especially interesting, because so many genre TV shows are whiffed, like, th- uh, issues of faith. Like, everything yeah. from Deep oh, Space Nine I can't to think of a single show I've Battlestar seen. Galactica. Yeah. Fucking... E- Did they even fucking, like, X-Files? Like, what's oh, a face? Yeah. Like, just... There's one episode gets... of X-Files that handled faith that I really liked. If it's not condescending, it, it kind of turns into a yeah. crutch, or it's exactly. some kind of weird, like... Well, I feel like... A shorthand either... for someone being crazy, or... Exactly. I feel like it's... In modern, in modern media, it's either condescending, or evangelical, yeah. or critical. Because that's the one thing that I don't like about shows like Orphan Black. And I love Orphan Black, but mm-hmm. I feel like, like, like... Oh, the way it treats the faith? The way that it treats faith, especially yeah. in comparison to, like, having something yeah. that feels as frivolous as Vikings and yeah. something like that, but uh, having them handle it so more deftly yeah. than than this this really great sci-fi show that you're like, this mm. should... Because oh, here's the thing it. about X-Files. X-Files does some weird shit about faith, but at the end of the day, Scully's Catholic. Yeah. Like, she is. And she has to deal with being Catholic in the face of all this shit that her her faith theoretically has no room for. And that's, you know, a common experience for most Catholics. It's one of the re- things that rung the most true with X-Files, with me about X-Files. But even having said that, you know, it's it was unkind to a lot of different aspects of different faiths. And yeah, with, like with Orphan and Black, you only see the crazy cults. Yeah. And you don't get to see, the, as far as you the show presents it, everyone else in the show is an atheist, or yeah. at least agnostic. Like Stephen yeah. King, well, and anytime there's any kind of religious character in his stuff, it's always like the crazy kook lady. Yeah. Who's yeah. Like some kind of like, you know, she's religious, but turns out she's evil. That's yeah. like, oh, you know. I feel yeah. like it's like, there. I want more media to have something where it's either like evangelical, like, Christian and so are you like that sort of bullshit or like you know faith is shorthand for insanity and irrationality and yeah. well, a more humanistic look towards faith yeah. I mean, it's a, you don't have to be like religious it, but like you could still just like empathize yeah. and kinda... it's, it's weird that the best thing that does it is a, a fucking history show channel <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Right. history channel show with, with, titties, still with say, a lot of titties with this... so many titties <laughs> I will Burly beefcake. I oh, mean, like, I nice signed beefcake. on for the handsome men <laughs> and and the gorgeous, gorgeous, badass mm-hmm. ladies. And, um, yeah. yeah. And they still make... I mean, it's a very terrible time in yeah. history. I mean, so yeah, it's are, awful. There are things that are done at certain points where, you know, there's yeah. a high squick factor for me. Yeah. Is there an overarching narrative, like, story oh, yeah. to Vikings? Because yeah. you guys talk about the character. Again, I don't know barely, barely anything about the show. I don't know if it was, like, Game of Thrones where there is kind of, like, moving towards, like, so, a point. Well, there's very... It's telling the known history of the it's, Viking it's telling, it's telling the known history of, of, of the Viking Age, but it is it is smashing 200, 300 years into... A lifetime. A lifetime. Have they already basically. shown multiple generations? No, they have oh, okay. not really. See, because really oh no, you're like, like, well, that's so, what you're saying so is they're compressing a couple compressing centuries of history into because yeah. it, from a narrative for a second. So, what are you gonna do? Get rid so of a Annie's, cast every yeah, season? Exactly. Yeah. So Annie's asking yeah. me. Annie was asking me a couple questions um, about some stuff and 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 where they're kind of moving in the story. And I was and I've done a, a lot of a lot of research. On, on Viking culture and, and I was like oh shit they're gonna do they're gonna do this yeah. they're gonna do th- this whole section of, of, of history I'm like man that's 250 years 
post the first season and yeah. that can't have happened. So, yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's it's interesting to watch them do it, but there's so little known about that time. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. only know the big events. Yeah, you exactly. You only know the huge things that happen. It's not like history. they were writing things down Well, they weren't. No, no, no. So every everything you get is through a Western lens. Exactly. Everything you get is is the accounts of conquered peoples. Yeah. And and, and that's, that's fucking cool. <laughs> but ultimately, the game changer of... This entire narrative—it's not a. Spo- I mean, technically, it's not a spoiler. Read a goddamn book. Is is uh is the the Vikings are given the Principality of Normandy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Normandy. I mean, yeah. the, it, the, the North. North. I saw something like, about they're supposed to be headed towards Paris or something. They like are. That. They, yeah. they, they try to, to sack Paris, but yeah. they do it in a way to like get back at another I was... group and it's it's very it's very interesting that was reading something actually not that long ago i think it was some research in the baby tapestry looking at the history of uh, uh, france and england and yeah. there was a big talk that they, they spent a lot of time talking about the, the, the vikings tapestry and, is... yeah the, yeah the, that's the, linked the, into the that conquer, yeah the conquering of normandy and yeah. it's kind of telling that tale and they basically like roll in and and Deal with us. Deal with, deal with stuff. <laughs> and then, and then, what what people this... what people don't notice or don't remember is that that England, the people that sit on the throne of England at this point now, are all related to Norman dukes. Yeah, like they're all Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, neat. Um, yeah. So I love that you guys love this yeah History Channel TV show about Vikings. Because it sounds like it should be good. terrible, but it's, I'm glad you guys are having a good wonderful. time. Well, it's I, like really, I would never. I, I can see why other people don't like it, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, it's all about faith and power and sex, and I think it handles all three subjects in a way that's interesting. Yeah. It's, so it's like Rome. Better Rome was a big old fart. I mean, that was a, that was I, essentially their ad campaign was sex and power and but, faith. But they did. A I bad, know that's it why. Like, it's yeah, it was. I said that just to make your face do what it's doing now. Where it's just like, it was like I, I think about Rome fondly, but it's because I've edited out about seventy five percent of it. Have you seen Rome? I never. She I never think you will. would be entertained by it at least I, if you don't. I don't know. If, what I what I think is in, like Rome is like. It, you love. Well, you it love, would be. It would be a sub- Yeah, you love that yeah. subject matter growing up. I know next to nothing. Yeah, whereas Foley knows all about the it Vikings. It might be worth doing a cultural exchange Vikings. there a little bit, where you can like fully grit your teeth. We're I can show we're her. Watch Rome. a little bit of this. Oh man, but it's not fair. And I'll just look at her and go, "Fuck you! You got a, the good." I got show. the good one. I really like <laughs> aspects. It's, it's, like, of Rome. it's like if I had been really I into like what, what aspects do you like? I love Titus Polo. Yeah, he's one of the two the two main guys, especially Titus Polo. You would actually that's the thing. The two main characters, their friendship is the best. Yeah, it's it's what's his name, Ray Stevenson. I think he's uh, he's wonderful. He's beautiful. And Ray he's, Stevenson's he's a big, and Garage Sale Daniel Craig. <laughs> uh, that those are the two main sad. characters. And uh, true. the the yeah, the Kevin McKidd plays the protagonist, and I hate what they do with his character. It makes sense, and it totally makes Doesn't... sense to who he is. He's he's I'm a bit dumb. He, he, yeah. he has very fixed ideas about it, what it means to be Roman, and also, wherever his life deviates, it freaks Cleopatra that show was the worst Cleopatra. Oh, it's real bad. Yeah. It's such a bad show. You get to I mean, it's a dicks. bad show. You get to see. Well, that's almost. I mean, you, yeah. If you want to talk about sex position, that show has a legal the obligation to have one sequence is one good. sequence of sex per episode at least, if not two. Really? Yeah, this totally predates Game of Thrones and like yeah. arbitrary. I don't even think they have like even exposition during this. No, at least Game of Thrones straight up had sex. that advancement. It has one of the most awkward is lesbian it, relationships I've ever seen is in a television like program. Is it like Spartacus? 
Spartacus, aren't, okay, you know what's really sad? Spartacus is <laughs> blood in the sand. Spartacus is a little better in some degrees. Mm. And that Spartacus at least knew that it was just a dumb, like, it was one step up from Xena. Spartacus possessed the Xena, the Xena complex, it was which is slightly, like understanding it's a little weird. Exactly. It was slightly more highfalutin than Hercules, but only slightly. <laughs> whereas Rome is like, no, this is a serious soap opera. Well, uh, Rome like, was put wah, together wah. partially by John Milius, who did Conan the Barbarian Apocalypse Now. Oh. And he's known for being a super right-wing, self-serious yeah. dork. Yeah. Maybe if they had taken him out of the equation yeah. a little bit, like the show could have been a little more self-aware Maybe. and a little campy and fun. There's, there's but so no, much cool it, shit that you can do with See, the, with I don't want campy or self-aware. I just want less... I don't know. I want more... There, that show is so bullshit drama. No, oh, yeah. No, it's... I like the actors. See, I really like the cast and like the production value. To this day, actors still show up on Game of Thrones and all yeah. the other TV shows. Like, like, oh, that's oh, like Rome. what's his face from Rome. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah, and like when we watched the little bit of uh, fucking Outlander that we watched, like the yeah. I'm like, oh, it's Brutus. Oh, oh yeah, that's because like, Brutus is the best. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's yeah, it's just but fuck that show. Uh, are you guys counting down to the days for Outlander coming back? <laughs> so bad that I don't like Ellen. I saw the first two episodes. I was like, I like production values. And I, I, yeah, I don't know. But so. it's anyway. Not, it's man, this is historical anyway, drama cable TV show I, corner. Bill was like, let me show you an episode of Steven like Universe. And I'm like, no, because this podcast could take eight hours again. So let's let's do the things. Guys, this is the Boy Hattie Podcast. Did you know that? We're Hi, guys. This, I'm, uh, I'm Bill. This is Annie. And uh, Bill, uh, tell me about your week, my friend. Oh, God, I need to pull up the show notes. What did Here, I do Here, while this you week? pulled up the show notes, one thing we did this week, other than watch Viking and freak out. No, it, yeah. Uh, we went to the Hollywood Theater here in town. It's one of our favorite theaters. We've talked about it before. It's a beautiful old theater from the built in the mid-20s that's been lovingly restored. And they have a really cool a number, a wide array of film programs ranging from kung fu movies to they have something called Heckle Vision where they'll show a shitty movie and you can text commentary and it'll show up on the what? screen. Yeah. Was it the Hollywood that they're showing 2001 and 70 millimeter? Yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, they, yeah, they just got a 70 millimeter projector and they're oh, doing a lot of that yeah. cool shit. I love and that's like a big yeah. thing. It's like, we got a film projector, guys. We're going to show some well, movies. Man, the 70, 70 millimeter. I wish I, I'd never seen 2001 A Space Odyssey. I wish I'd it's gone to see it there. Shit. But there's things, like, I would want to see it in that context. I should have seen that also in 70mm <laughs> when we're talking about it. In, in fact, Hollywood was one of the first places you asked to screen interstellar because oh of that's right exactly yeah. Yeah. yeah but anyway the um they had one of the things they also do is they'll sometimes show silent films with a live band and so we went to go see like an actual band not just somebody yeah. playing an organ because i think they've also done they've live done that they've done, they've done they yeah. do have an well. organ too but uh th- in this case we went to go see a buster keaton movie yeah. with a, a ragtime band and it was great i had never seen a buster keaton oh, movie before really they ever Holy Which is understandable. It's a Buster Keaton. How well, many people are like, I'm going out to see well, Buster Keaton? Well, no, no, no. I had never yeah. seen Buster Keaton. Period. You've never seen it at all. I took a lot of like film history bullshit in college because it was fucking interesting. Mm-hmm. Those fucking movies hold up. They're because uh, yeah, I had seen. I, the reason why I hadn't is that silent movies are hard to watch to they a modern be, eye yeah, yeah. because the pacing is so different from modern perception yeah, and the storytelling can be so different. I've tried to watch some of the silent uh, Wizard of Oz shorts yeah. and movies, and well, it's just. Yeah. It was really pretty, but like it's totally watch at home while you're doing something else, and you kind of look yeah. up the TV every once in a while. Whereas but, like, you're not going to sit down with a bag of popcorn and say, "I'm going to watch this." Whereas a fucking movie. Buster Keaton movie, that yeah. shit, I mean, you that can was do that. Fun- I could not get over how good those movies were and how well they stood up. And 
they, how they are more cartoonish than any cartoon I've ever seen. Yeah. Like to have, I kept looking at it just from a Which filmmaking one did perspective. You guys see? We went to go see our hospitality. Everyone keeps yelling at me that we need to go see the general, the general. which I will. Well, the Is general, the general the one with the train? The, I, I believe so, and it's the one that was filmed in Oregon. Oh yeah, he's. I think he's filmed a couple of these things. Well, but I our hospitality was, was also. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. biggest stunt he ever did was like uh, destroying the train on the bridge, and I think that was filmed here in yes. Oregon. I think there's still like debris from that train, like full scale yeah. train destruction, yeah. like up in a river, like up in Northern Oregon or something. But yeah, our, it was so much fun, and they showed a short film too. And what was great is that it was a, it was a lot like the the theater was full, but it was all sorts of people, like they're little kids and they're older people, and like it was a really great just mix of. People just losing their shit it's at these bad. jokes, it's cool. yeah. and like there's they're one good joke. They're really good. It's really fucking genuinely funny. And there was uh, there were a few amazing stunts in it. There's one stunt that actually brought the theater to its feet. Yeah, because they're just like, oh shit, no way! So, and it was such an enjoyable experience. It was just really, really was good. Watching, watching him, and he's such a tiny, slight dude. I know well, he's got that rock face too, but he's like his physical build. He's fascinating looking, but he's a very small man. Yeah, and which is probably how we can get away. With some of these stunts because he was smaller and like swinging around and like like Jesus. narrowly avoiding stuff. I and... I mean he, like the like the original king of parkour because <laughs> yeah. like I mean, he he the some of the physical stuff he does is just the comedy is so great. Yeah, the jokes are good. Yeah. The jokes are the one thing that I really liked about it is a lot of the jokes are innocent in a way like they're not particularly they're not mean. mean they could yeah. be self-deprecating yeah like that was something that that felt like it was there but like they're not mean yeah and they mm-hmm. don't feel like crazy racist or anything, yeah. which i was expecting <laughs> it's nice to be able to watch one of those movies and now yeah. i'm worried like oh my god oh my god oh yeah. there was i mean there's a slight undercurrent of racism there but no well, more well, than, that's but no not no as much as you else. think for yeah, like not a movie as of that think. time this is true one thing that was really striking was Foley pointed this out is that we were like watching it and like man their hands looked filthy like and, and Foley realized all the actors just ran all the actors yeah and Foley finally went oh it's because their faces had white paint to pad the expression uh, pop, so, but their yeah. hands didn't have any yeah. paint on it so that was just their natural skin tone and how it looked yeah they all and the, fixed a car. The women, <laughs> they, they did. did. They did. They but did. like the women, because their 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 a lot of their arms were exposed. Like I think mm-hmm. that they went ahead and did the makeup all the way down. Yeah. And yeah. the women did a lot more hand acting. They did. So yeah. they probably like they they because yeah. the women all looked pristine. Yeah. But yeah. The guys just the kinda, guys yeah. it was just the face. Yeah. And then the hands you huh. looked at them they looked really 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 dark. And I'm yeah. like okay well they're not doing no that's just got to be they don't have makeup. And on. like just from a technical perspective, how much of that was filmed outside? Oh, Like, how much of it was filmed, like, in things in motion, where, like, maybe he's on a horse or a bicycle and the camera's moving with him? Yeah. I'm just like, fuck, this is the dawn of this technology, and this looks better than most people doing it today. Yeah. I was astonished. And there are little things, like, like visual composition and, like, perfect things, like the way a hat falls off. Mm -hmm. That it's just, like, perfectly on the screen. And I'm just like, I was astonished, because, like, this is all there, and it's not like they're able to, like, really look at it until, like, afterwards, like, beyond just someone looking through the camera. Well, how was the band? The band was really good. Was, was, so, was it like a live band, like electric guitar and drums? No, and stuff? no it was or? a ragtime band. Oh, right. Like, oh, okay, 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 Stand okay, up okay. bass. I'm thinking yeah. like the Sunburst are just playing their hits while like, you know, no. essentially it's a music video playing behind them. There was one portion where they started singing and I'm like, don't sing during what? a movie. I want to go slap them. What are you going to sing during a ragtime? Because ragtime is just, it's an instrumental kind of. No, I mean, there are ragtime bands. they the dialogue? Like Americana. Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah. like We don't need this old country for old men bullshit. No, wait, not old country. What's the 
what's the Coen Brothers movie with all the singing? Oh, uh, Brother, oh, Brother Out There. We don't need this old Brother Out though. Yeah. Shit, fucking so, but it was it was a lot of fun, and I want to go back and see it again. They did The General a couple months ago, yeah. so we missed that, but I will absolutely go This is Our hospitality? hospitality? Our Hospitality is what we saw. Highly it was really cute. It was basically like a um, Hatfield and McCoy sort of story <sighs> about like a feud, and he falls I in sh- love, of course, with now the you're talking because I'm technically, I can't remember which, but I'm part <laughs> Hatfields or McCoy. <laughs> Seriously, that, that like that's my my mom is she's from Kentucky and uh-huh. she's probably like not proudly, but she's like my family was somehow involved in one side of that conflict. I'm you you sure could what. so what you're saying me, Bill, is that any moment now someone could burst in and murder you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's a blood feud. Someone's out gunning out for my blood, <laughs> one way or the other. That's why I never want to go back into the South. I'm scared. <laughs> Don't don't go back, even if you get a letter. Anyway, <laughs> the trash Larry Hatfield says Bill McCoy murdered. Come help us. No, uh, that sounds fucking fantastic. It was it was a really fun night. It was very. Uh, was it cannot compare to the beauty of the best game I played this week, which was Conley's Mass Effect Dating Simulator. <laughs> so uh, our friend of the podcast, who was at no, she was on the podcast last week. I just hung without uh, hung out with him last Saturday. Uh, Conley, she uh, is trying to mess around with. It's not Twine, but it's another. Um, Ren P. What is it? Ren P. It's a romance. It's a, See, it's a visual novel. And she just mentioned it in passing last mm-hmm. week. But it is, yeah, another visual kind of like, uh, yeah, whatever the hell you just said. A visual novel. And uh, so she decided to kind of test it out for the first time by creating a little that Mass Effect dating thing. Yeah. Where it's like you can like you can be Commander Shepard mm-hmm. and you can get in a threesome with, uh, I hope she doesn't mind me talking about it. It was very cute. You could like have a threesome with any of the two uh, yeah. uh, members of your crew that you want. And yeah. she did like little graphics and everything. It's and, really like, cute. So you could have like, you, and she made it so you could have any combination of like talent. Tally and Garrus, you get yeah. well, Tally and Tia, uh, Liara. Yeah, Tally. Tally. The, Why would Tally the, the not Tally, be okay, The Tally and Thane one was my fucking. Oh, so you guys saw this too? What, what yeah. I had pitched, what I had pitched her was the idea of a dating sim where um, you have, or let's say, a roster of five people, and you have to take two of, basically, like the Bioware model, where you yeah. take people with you and they have conversations and things but can be slightly boring. different. So I said, well, what if you have a romance novel or a romance game where there are, there are an array of people you have to go on a mission, and depending on who which two people you pick, sure you can romance one of the other, but what if they hate each other and it gets in the way of your romance or what if they fall in love with each other and then you don't get to be with either of them or what if you know whatever combination so like what what would it be like if there were another character that was a variable in your relationship yeah it was very cute because like we were watching stuff and i just left the room for a moment she came back she'd already installed it on my computer and she's like here bill play (laughs) just just explore just pay whatever you want i was like oh my god this is super cute it's super short because like i said she was just testing out stuff yeah so you can have like liara and garris make out and suddenly or you can have like like two couples who don't like that, like maybe Thane. I think she made it so like everyone who tries to fuck Thane like it shuts no. down. Like, yeah. like I don't want to have sex with him. The end. No, yeah. or something Thane. like that. Yeah, but, uh, that was super goddamn cute. Um, and so the reason we were hanging out was uh, I invited a whole bunch of people to come over and watch Interstellar last weekend, which again is not a very good movie, but hey, whatever. But then I realized too late that almost everyone I know is heading out to Emerald City this yeah. weekend. Yeah, and the way that shit goes is like it, no one wants to spend the weekend. Before a huge con like that, like yeah, social. Well, maybe you do want to socialize, but you might be getting ready for the con, or you just want to stay home and relax. So I actually called off the Interstellar viewing, but uh, Jimmy Conley still came over, and instead we decided to. They we just, we were just hanging out, and at some point one of us joked about like we were talking about all these cartoons we've been watching lately. Uh, Jimmy and Conley were talking about Steven Universe, yeah, just because I had a big, dramatic last uh, most recent episode, and I was talking. We were 
we're comparing a whole bunch of stuff. And I was talking about Star Wars Rebels, and sure, one of us suggested like, oh, well, we keep on talking about these cartoons, but we don't want to spoil each other. Why don't we just sit down and watch all these spoiler episodes of all these cartoons <laughs> we're trying to talk to each other about? Sure. And so we spent all last Saturday night. Uh, what the hell was it? Steven Universe. Star Wars Rebels, Adventure Time, and Gravity Falls. Nice. Mm-hmm. We sat down and watched all the big, most the big spoiler episodes. <laughs> well, so that, that's the thing. I well, this is the other thing. I f- forgot for some reason. I thought you guys were all up on Steven Universe, so I Mm-mm. thought we could talk about the spoilers they showed Mm-mm. me. No. Um, <laughs> I really want to do it this moment. I wish we could go back and have a montage of every time in this podcast you dismiss Steven Universe because it's about Steven and not the gems. To be to fair, perception. the best part of this episode that they showed me, Steven had nothing to do with. Sure. But it's, well, Steven Universe, not bad. <laughs> well, not that I hated it. I'd only seen. No, yeah. Well, the only part of Steven Universe I had seen was like the first two episodes, which they had made free on iTunes when the yeah. show first debuted. I think we, you and I yeah. both wa- had watched exactly the same amount of yeah. the same bits of Steven Universe. Yeah, we Universe. watched the pilot. And it wasn't necessarily, it wasn't terrible. It was really pretty, but it was kind of. Yeah. It was just, it's just I something. Don't know. Sometimes it's hard to justify. Spending that much money. Though. Well, the art thing is that we really, if we care enough to watch a show, we buy it. Yes. Yeah. That is our, we are, we are trying whenever possible to be a no pirate household. Yeah. And uh, we had our priorities. Well, and especially, this is something I've mentioned before, too. Like, Steven Universe, that just ended its first season. Mm-hmm. But on iTunes, it's split in half into yeah. two $25 seasons. Which, fuck yeah, that. Yeah, it was 50 bucks. Come on, Come on guys. guys. And which that's, I would spend 25, if I had money to burn, I'd gladly buy all this in a, uh, in right. a heartbeat, but you know, right. kind of like blindly trying to get into a, a cartoon, dropping 50 bucks it's on just a rough. first season of a cartoon. Right. That's also a lot of content because there's a whole lot of episodes, but it's like the Adventure Time thing too, where the Adventure Time has been split up into a bazillion smaller seasons and those seasons are all like 35 bucks yeah. a piece. And it's just like, man, you're, you're making it real hard. Um, so, actually, one thing that made it really easy to catch up on Steven Universe 2 is they just, uh, released a Sling TV for the Xbox One this week. Yeah. Which, uh, I, uh, you, when you sign up for it, you get a free seven-day trial, and I think my trial's up tomorrow, but, mm-hmm. um, one of the networks, so it's just, like, Sling TV is the thing that essentially watch, lets you watch a limited number of cable channels. Mm-hmm. They essentially stream cable to your whatever yeah. device I do, I'm just doing it on my Xbox One. And one of the things they have is Cartoon Network, which... Yeah. Is these days nothing but Steven Universe Adventure? <laughs> yeah. uh, Steven Universe. What is it? Steven Universe. Clarence Adventure Time. Yeah, Uncle Grandpa. Which I freaked out about Uncle Grandpa on the podcast last week while you guys weren't here. It was me and Leland. Oh my god, fucking Uncle Grandpa. Um, <laughs> but uh, Steven Universe, I've been able to catch up. Uh, course of the uh, just watching it on uh, Sling TV because yeah. they keep on watching re- uh, showing reruns. But it's great because it's all out of order. Yeah, and yeah. so I started off with Steven, Steven Universe. I'd watched the pilot like you guys had. Mm-hmm. Then Jimmy and Conley had me watch the most recent episode, which explained yep. a whole lot of stuff. Where I was like, "What is yeah. this? Or what's happening there?" And I was like, "It was cool. It's a great episode to see." But there yeah. was still, I didn't know understand like half the shit that was happening because it turns out there's a whole lot of lore in Steven Universe. Yes, and uh, so of course the cross the last week. So Cartoon Network. In the middle of the afternoon, they have an hour of Adventure Time, an yeah. hour of Steven Universe, an yeah. hour of the, of the Adventures of Gunball, an hour an hour of Teen Titans Go. Yeah. All four of them are fucking fantastic cartoons. Yeah. So I've watched like 40 hours of cartoons <laughs> this week. And it's a fucking stuff. So one of the nice things I also, cable TV, I kind of forget the idea of like watching a TV show for the first time, but through reruns. So... You're yeah. not seeing it sequentially, like yeah. and especially like a lore-heavy TV show like Steven Universe, yeah. kind of piecing together yeah. like, okay, 
That's that character I just saw in the most recent episode that Jimmy and Conley showed me. Yeah. Lapis Lazuli. Oh, this is the this is the episode where she gets introduced like 20 episodes earlier. Yeah. And this and stuff and kind of filling in things. And yeah. so yeah. this weird like, mosaic of yeah. like yeah. filling in the gap, which is actually really great. I love that kind of like ingesting stuff that Can way. Can you imagine if that was how you first ingested like mash? <laughs> <laughs> or like China Beach? For most people, that is how they have. Like I ingested. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. Most of the shows like that. I watch those in reruns piecemeal. I mean, some shows, if they're super episodic that doesn't matter so much like science always give me a firm look <laughs> you gotta start with dana delaney from the beginning yeah and then go although mash even then i mean granted i grew up with that watching it on reruns it was all kind of jumbled and yeah fully just wants to talk about uh, china, china beach, beach. <laughs> what was the last time we actually watched china beach <sighs> welcome to the irregular segment of boy Honey podcast where it briefly turns into a china beach cat. china beach is good KC the- forever <laughs> oh gosh but yeah, no. We yes. should absolutely buy y'all China Beach and make y'all do a China Beach <laughs> podcast. That'll be our split off podcast. Just China Beach once a month. We'll just talk about like most recent episodes. You think I'm last. joking, but I'm China not. China Beach, you should like it. It's about military people, guns, and God, like so <laughs> hot, sexy ladies oh. in the jungle. It's got Ricky Lake. Does it have Ricky Lake? Yeah, she's one of the um, uh, what USO girls. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah, about that. Is she, she still chubby back then? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. that must have been right total, around. She was doing she, like hairspray. She's a total. Yep, she's a total curvy oh. girl. And she, her character's super sweet. She's a hefty hideaway girl. Oh god, um, so much. But yeah, okay. So this would be totally like taking back half the bad shit I said about Stephen. <laughs> Steven and like it's focused on why is Steven there? Uh, Who the fuck is this guy? Steven Universe turns into a great cartoon about identity. Yeah. And um, I heard a lot of people talking about how eventually you get introduced to Steven's dad who's like just a normal guy. So Steven turns out so Steven Universe is about this normal kid who is Hanging out with these superheroines called the the the, the crystal gems, mm-hmm. who are women who are who have these crystals in their bodies that give them superpowers and they can go off and fight monsters and stuff like that. Um, all you, in the pilot, all you do you find out that uh, Stephen is somehow also a gem, even though he's like a normal little kid. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the show, you find out that his mom used to be a crystal gem and that she, her his mom fell in love with a human guy, and they had Steven Universe, who's mm-hmm. the first hybrid half-human, half-crystal gem. And it's interesting, too, because crystal gems are all female. It turns mm-hmm. out you also find out that they're aliens from another planet. Okay. You find out there's this whole crazy lore that the crystal gems are actually a very specific group of the gems. The species itself is just known as gems. They're yeah. all female from this other planet. And long ago, they invaded Earth. And there was this whole <laughs> civil war between the gems and the crystal gems are the last surviving uh, faction of... The gems who were trying to protect Earth from the other gems. Oh, okay. interesting. And all this crazy shit about, like, all the other gems, like, end up wanting to come back to Earth and kill everyone on Earth and, and the remainder of the hidden gems. And Stephen, Stephen's mom was the most powerful of the gems, and he's, he, he's inherited some of her power. Yeah. And there's all this stuff about some gems can die and fuse together and do this. And it's just... It's crazy. Yeah. And there's a moment at the end of the most recent episode where... Um, some bad guys, some the the the, the evil gems finally really try to like, attack Earth honest, earnestly for the first time, mm-hmm. and it's about all the heroes fighting these uh, evil gems from from mm-hmm. deep space, and it's just there's a moment where there's a super almost kind of body horror thing that happens at the end of the episode where one character fucks up another in a way that like kind of gruesome for a cartoon. Not like there's not a blood or violence, but like. Mm-hmm. There's something creepy and oogie going on yeah. in fucking Steven Universe. I'm showing the shit they do, which yeah. I was really impressed by. It's, it's a really yeah. cool little cartoon. Yeah. 
It's yeah, no, it's not bad. And when you find out, it's actually finding out that Stephen's dad is just a normal lug. Yeah, it's kind of the most humanizing yeah. thing because like he's. It's kind He's of just a galoot. So it's kind of like also about superheroes and normal people and yeah. evil identity stuff. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. And like the gems are hiding stuff from Stephen because like they don't want him to know about like some gems can be evil. Yeah. yeah. And he's kind of like he's an innocent dupe, stupid little kid. But like so I don't know. But then he finds out that he they're hiding stuff from him, so he gets angry. And sure. It's just I don't. know. It's more texture than I thought there was gonna be. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was just gonna be every episode them fighting, him fucking up because he wants to eat some candy and then having to save his ass. But no, it turns into something. Yeah. Else, a lot more. Not terrible. <laughs> so we did that. I'm glad Gravity you Falls. It. You end up. Do you know? Have you guys watched any Gravity Falls? Yeah. We've watched the first season of Gravity Falls. Yeah. Part of the second. Uh, no, that was. I think that was just part two of the first the season. Oh, yeah. So the season Whatever. finale for the second season, you get to find out who the author of the books is. I did see this on Tumblr. Oh Thanks, yeah. Tumblr. That's Thanks. so that's fully the has it fully I don't care. It was I'm cool. the one, Okay, I am the person. I'm gonna say the thing. I, d- I don't care about spoilers. I hate spoilers. I know you hate them. But so when Annie texted me and said, the, going back, with like we had a coworker who was like, have you seen the most recent episode of Vikings? This shit goes down and uh. Oh. And Annie, and but no, she didn't tell her. She just yeah. was like, this th- something terrible happened. She so just said, affected. contact me immediately once you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still affected by it. I started to get so stressed out about what could possibly <laughs> yeah, happen. You know, that, if you're that already invested in the show. Yeah. yeah. Then I went to the AV club. And I looked up the the um, the recap, mm-hmm. and the recap was hilarious because the recap like I have I haven't watched it. I'm looking at the recap to make sure to, to know what happened so that I am prepared. And I, I'm scrolling through the recap, and it says spoiler alert at the top. And he goes, "I rarely ever put this on these recaps because what kind of idiot reads a recap before <laughs> watching the show?" And I'm like. A, That's he's talking I'm to like me. A fragile baby who needs to know what happens. <laughs> um, and like scroll through read oh, the whole man. thing. But um but no, so who who you saw it on Tumblr, you got spoiled already, so who wrote them? You don't even know. Oh fuck you. Especially if a listener hasn't seen it yet. Can I point. guess? Yeah, no, go ahead. The no. Pig. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 Adventure. Yeah, Man, well, I feel bad about spoiling you guys. Would you? Are you guys ever going to go back and watch Steven Universe? Well, that's I, right. I, I forgot mean, that. Yeah. Okay. I have a Lego. Um, I, I mean, it's... I feel bad for even spoiling it as much as I did because, like I said, watching okay, it like again, learning but again, all this I hand. exist on Tumblr. I have an active art blog on Tumblr. Okay. Like, I, like, this yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of ambient. Well, that's yeah. the thing. Kind of the, one of the big twists that happens in this episode of Steven Universe that uh, Jimmy and Conley showed me already knew just from yeah. Like, yeah. looking at Tumblr. I, and I don't even follow Steven Universe I on have Tumblr. To, I, I'm at, to be terribly honest. I am at a Harry Potter place with Steven Universe. Aww. I refuse to read Harry Potter for a long time because I'm like, I'm fucking I do, I, haven't, I do not want to partake in all this bullshit. Well, you know what? I need something else happy and shiny to look at. <laughs> that is Steven all my happy and shiny Fully, is I, I think out of both you guys, I think you would really dig Steven Universe I most. Probably it's, it's, I'm also The fascinated. character design? There's one the character, character I know. We were watching an episode and there was a character show and I was like, 
This is full, it's like fully designed a character for the show. <laughs> it's like fully fully will cosplay as this character yeah. for like yeah. Um, I'm also impressed at the the voice acting that they got. Oh they yeah, got, uh, I love Steven that. Nicki Minaj shows what? up. What? Nicki Minaj is one of on, the on Vikings. No, wow. She's one of the god of the. Well, I, love, I, love the, I love that. I know that. I love that. Uh, Estelle is what's her name? Garnet. Garnet. Who's Estelle? Estelle's Estelle an amazing, amazing musician. Really, really amazing. Oh, uh, who else? I think Janelle Monae shows up as a yeah, voice. She, did that's she, she, shows, she shows up as a voice. Okay. And um, Nicki Minaj shows up. There's like a lot that's of... So good. Possibly because... I, I wonder if it's because they got Estelle to, to yeah. sign on. That they're, oh, that they got all of these really, start roping in. really amazing like vocal talents. Well, have you heard like who like some of those characters are playing? There's a whole thing. It's, I, there's a whole well, mechanic in the show that I wanted to talk about, but I can't talk about explaining that it. explains yeah. who they were playing. But like... Yeah. <laughs> it's, again, I've only seen like a, there's a bazillion episodes of that show. I've only seen a fraction and yeah. half of it out of order, but it's surprising that like I, said, I know a lot of people who like it, and the but, people who like it are the kind of. People but it's funny because a week I... ago I was in your same place. I've gone fuck Steven. Well, no, I'm just pre fatigued. We're gonna yeah. watch it. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. baby. We're gonna watch this it. This might be one of those things Happy. where <laughs> it might be worth watching just so you can like at least if someone comes up to you go oh my god Steven you're be like yeah okay same. no I'm sure I'll like it once I watch you it but I'm just like right now in this moment I'm just you like so adventure time you to be a Scrooge McDuck have you guys <laughs> <laughs> have you guys seen all like do you guys know much about like the I don't know how much adventure time you guys have seen that's one of the we big things we got spoiled on to like yeah, a couple of seasons you know about... we watched everything to like two seasons ago. Marceline and Ice King's but... backstory yeah yeah yeah. Okay, that's that's the other thing Jimmy Conley showed yeah. me was. Yeah. That's a was good, there that's... a new new reveal? Oh yeah, it turns out they were dating for a long time. No, Fuck that's you. not. I kind of said that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, that, no, we saw the thing. That like, episode, that episode was was really. We didn't watch really all because I guess there's multiple episodes that show yeah. what happened yeah. to them, but. Conley just showed me the first one. That's just yeah. Jimmy and Conley both showed me like oh, yeah wait, the did one they that show kinda... the, where it's like where is it where Marceline is like like I know who you are but you don't know it who was I more am. that because the only that's fucking heartbreaking we yeah. we're sitting watching it it's not even funny it really it is, is not. like it was like because it's a, a transparent metaphor for Alzheimer's we were sitting there watching for it. I was like oh, I life with yeah. Alzheimer's I just wept like a baby in the middle of watching the show I was like oh this is the most hilarious cartoon of Alzheimer's <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. Yeah, it's so oh, sad. That's the, the one worst. we really watch because I know there's more that actually show Marceline. Spoilers for Adventure Time that actually shows you know Marceline and Ice King running around you know yeah. after the war, but we only like saw her a little anger. Bit. Oh man, yeah. and, I, and I like the reveal of it too because I yeah. already again because of Tumblr I already had all this spoiled for me, but it was cool to see it. But I could see if you're watching this for the first time, not knowing this is what's happening, the reveal. Of how he knows, she knows him, but yeah. he can't remember her. Yeah, and like she's Pause. reading the note that he wrote to her, uh, yeah. wrote to her about like I, I already apologize in advance. I can feel my mind slipping away, yeah. but I apologize for what I'm ever going it's to do to you. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, shit. and I like that Marceline is not a really emotionally no. in control person, yeah. which is great. You don't see that very often with, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's the um, Adventure Time. Adventure Time is really interesting, and and actually, like I like what cartoons are doing animated series are doing where they feel like there are some of them that are that are giving a lot more credence and respect to storytelling mm -hmm. in a way that yes okay kids could watch this and we're not going to shy away from covering material that you know maybe they won't get it yeah. maybe they will but we're going to go ahead and tell these stories because these are the stories we want to tell and and we're just we're just kind of going to do it and so you have these these people that grew up 
um, watching a bunch of different cartoons and stuff like that. And now they're creating cartoons, but they're getting to tell stories their way. Yeah. And it's interesting that, yeah, they're not necessarily just pandering to kids, but they're just telling stories that just happen to be kid-friendly. Yeah. But The kinda... lore in Adventure Time, like, the, the, the way that that world works is yeah. fucking interesting. And again, going well, back great. and watching Sling TV, like, well, catching up on older episodes, yeah. I'm starting to piece more of that together. And it's like, man, this is Well, my, my favorite thing about place. Adventure Time and lore in particular is that it's lore until it doesn't serve them, right. and they chuck it out the window. <laughs> It's wonderful. Well, and like uh, Steven Universe bear like bear heart, bears on its sleeve the influence of like in, in, in like being puppy cat where it's like mm-hmm. they're influenced by like early nineties anime like girl oriented anime. Did you see my wedding your, your wedding dress idea? Yes, I did see yeah. that. Bill, thanks for contributing. Uh, <laughs> my puppy cat uh, throne. You Bill, of really course, concerned. I would be B and Foley would be puppy yeah, cat. That's how, how that works. Well, you totally uh, personality. So I just get the, pup, the puppy cat hat. Yeah. <laughs> I'll wear it with. My I suit. do need to get you a too cute, too, too cute to poop motorcycle <laughs> <laughs> jacket. You do. Why haven't you? I oh yeah, I got fully for Christmas a puppy cat hoodie. No, no, you got me a pusheen hoodie. Oh, excuse me, a push- I almost got you a puppy cat hoodie, but yeah, I said not to. I, had I, had a I will tell color. you that in this moment, a puppy cat hoodie would have been preferred. Uh, really? I would have got fucking, a fucking saint like Peter Pan collar. I would have worn a puppy cat hoodie because puppy cat is my spirit animal. <laughs> this is true. Pusheen is just a fat gif machine. <laughs> Your pushy uh, hoodie is adorable. Okay, you look really cute in it. It's, it's really got a cute. really chunky tail. It is so hard to go you... to the bathroom. Yeah, it's really hard. Because you got to get shit on your tail. Exactly. You got to. You got to make sure that tail up. Got to get it up in there. But yeah, and then you'll be walking around. You just feel it beating <laughs> on your leg. It's like having a dick, uh, but in reverse. But no, it's going back to like kind of like uh, these cartoons that should be for kids. A friend of ours, Jen Manley Lee, uh, last night she was talking about how on Twitter last night how so many of her friends were amazed that her six year old daughter watches Steven universe and on twitter i was like this is a cartoon on cartoon network it's <laughs> exactly. not amazing a six-year-old be watching yeah. this cartoon it's funny yeah. it shows yeah. how much like some people don't like have kind of forgotten these are it's yeah. cartoon yeah. network yeah the commercials are for toys it's yeah. not like it's yeah. not like the new breaking bad <laughs> no but it just shows how well they've actually crafted all these shows where they're just entertaining for everyone not yeah. necessarily for yeah. no, grant some not everyone's like, gonna like this really, cartoon, really want to show noah adventure time yeah. i think that he's finally he's finally old enough now that it probably won't scare him yeah yeah, and that's kind of uh, this. These are also cartoons that, for the first time, you really get the feeling of these. Some of these creators not afraid to break, break their toys a little bit. Yeah. Again, they kind of do that on Adventure Time because so, they're not afraid of having characters get like emotionally fucked up and like, yeah. like Ice King and such a tragic backstory. It's not yeah. just like he's like fucking Skeletor. He's just out to. No, fuck up the bag. There's a reason he is the way he is, and I can already kind of feel some of that. Like, and that's the thing that's really kind of suffered me in the Steven Universe is that like I can already see where there's some dark edges where I'm like, oh man, they could fuck up these characters and kind yeah. of like in ways yeah. that are not going to be really appealing to little little kids but like yeah. I don't know it's 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 a cool it's an interesting age for cartoons right I'm just now. saying I remember that episode of Darkwing Duck where um, Launchpad and Quack killed a bus full of children what? <laughs> We're wow. rocket launcher. He just got tired. He's like, "Oh fuck this! I need to retire." Oh, hope the other cops are watching this. Wow. I don't even know what joke I was trying. That's wow. a no joke right there. That's not. Oh, I found China Beach um, for seventy nine dollars. Is it for is the it whole in, set? Is it for re, uh, U.S. region? Because that was my thing. I saw that too. Is it for region one encoding? Is, is it China? Say? Is it actually China Bach? And it's just a bunch <laughs> of Bach played by Chinese people wrongly. Uh, so anyway, so Sling TV. Yes, it's, US it's, and Canada. Yeah. It's good. Uh, aside from watching all these cartoons, it's let me watch a whole bunch of kung fu movies on El Rey Network. Our friend of the 
because Brenna loves the luchador stuff. So Which I feel right. bad because I tried to watch it. I I was it was unfortunate the first luchador mask uh, match I fired up on that was uh-huh. it was a guy in luchador pants, but he didn't have a mask on. He had a, just like a fucking baseball cap. Like this not fucking luchador. You're like, watching WWE. Oh, it was a little kind of and like and it's a little it's a little brotastic. I I'm also partly corrupted on the luchador <laughs> stuff because I I was born and spent the first like eight years of my life in El Paso, Texas, mm-hmm. and we mm-hmm. we would go down to uh, Mexico. And I, I did see some stories. luchador stuff, but it was like totally ghetto neighborhood luchador stuff where it was like inside a gymnasium with fat guys who would then like after the match you could see them drinking together at the bar that they had set up at the gym. Yeah. And like, so I, I have a very kind of greasy, kind of nasty kind of like experience with luchador. Not that yeah. I'm scared of, but like it's, and this is so polished and like, again, the guy's in like fucking baseball caps. I'm like, what the fuck? It's well, luchador is the masks and shit. Although it did get more theatrical because you had a guy dressed like a dragon and doing stuff. And actually, the, the other thing that kind of turned me off a little bit, too, was the second match I fought, or I fought, I saw involved, um... So I guess people on Twitter were talking about they will actually have, like, uh, women fight dudes uh-huh. in these matches and stuff. But they did have a lady-on-lady match where the one of the announcers kept on referring to one of the wrestlers as a bitch the whole oh. time. And the yeah. other guy, the other announcer, kind of kept on trying to walk it back, being like, yeah. "I don't know if I would call her a bitch," but blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but it's just like really like weird gendered kind of like. Yeah. I'm surprised that there's any gender bullshit. I know <laughs> it's immediate. It's, it's kind of progressive that you can have dudes fighting ladies, which yeah. is interesting. But like, it was just kind of like I don't know. We live in <laughs> Portland is such a gendered bubble that it's the fact that it is that we, that's how it is everywhere. We else. are living in a fucking Candyland, never ending <laughs> yeah. story. We're the fucking yeah. witch of the wardrobe bubble in the yeah. closet that like a fantasy land that doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, <laughs> fucking... somebody's Tumblr name is Venatorgy. <laughs> You're not allowed to look at your phone anymore. Are you looking at white stuff? Um, So yeah, but El Rey, but uh, everything else they show is like kung fu movies. Nice. And so the first kung fu movie I fired up just happened to be it was a a Venom Mob movie. Venom Mob. Something that definitely inspired aspects of Kill Bill. Yeah. Music was I forgot what it was one of the tracks. If you fire up the Kill Bill uh, soundtrack, it was one of those pieces. Well, yeah. it's all Shaw Brothers uh, kung yeah. fu movies, uh, specifically Shaw Brothers, so, which is specifically what yeah, Kill Bill is. is. Yeah, and uh, like yeah, so it was also Aww. like they had the Flying Guillotine movies, which is a great. Flying guilty movies are about this hat someone invents that you, it's a hat on a chain that you throw at someone yes. and lands on their heads and it comes down and encapsulates their head and cuts their head off at the neck. Yeah, Mythbusters mm. tried to prove that that was oh, not yeah? an actual weapon that could happen. <laughs> no, even in the movie, like, even for a kung fu nineteen seventy eight movie, it looks fucking terrible. Yeah, they were designed. They they set the uh, the three of them <laughs> off. Uh, was it Grant and what's his name and and the, the how would you off off you to, to to make them? They had to they had to build them. You had to be able to. Like, no, it's terrible. Throw a flying yeah. hat right onto someone's head and hope they just don't take it off before you hit the button. That like, what? I don't them. want this. Yeah, I know. It's like, oh, that, that's great. I, it's sunny out here, but I need this It's hat. a little too big for me. But it was just fucking great. Yeah. It was just Kung Fu movies. Kung Fu movies are fantastic. Plus. They're fucking great. Especially that yeah. genre. It's, yeah. I mean, granted, El Rey started off by Robert Rodriguez, so it, well, of course it's going to have all kind of Tarantino that stuff. That means but, a lot. Yeah. Oh, man, I hate fucking Bill? Tell me about Forza Horizon 2, my friends. So Forza Horizon 2 came out with a free... It's not even, I thought this was going to be DLC for the actual game. It's a standalone thing you can download. Uh, do you guys still have your 360 hooked up? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can download this for the 360 if you ever want to play. Because you, you guys have played some of the Forza Horizon 2 mm-hmm. stuff. Because back when the first game came out, 
Uh, I had I actually fully sat down and played a shitload of it before I played, we recorded I got a you podcast. A lot of achievos. You got me a lot of achievos. You I unlocked got... me some new cars, painted some cars. Did you like make the pussy wagon or something I, like that? Um, I you thought, bought. I made, I made some cool. I made some cool cars, and then I I got a really amazing SUV, and I discovered that it's really fun to get a really amazing SUV and then not drive on the roads. Maybe that's what I was thinking. <laughs> and we were, yeah, I was you just made some clearing purchases. through trees and like yeah. and like taking out vineyards. Yeah, yeah. Forza Horizon Two was fun for that. Just going off road and just fucking. It was. Around. It was fun to figure out like what 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 you're gonna get an achievement for yeah. but it's like driving games like for the most part like it's it's i, I get about four hours of enjoyment out of it and, mm-hmm. then, I'm, and then i'm done well that's what kind of was almost session. Uh, so they put out this new fast and the fury 7 essentially just a cross promotion with the new movie that's coming out and this uh, just lets you it's a standalone piece of dlc so you don't even need to own the game mm-hmm. um you download it and they actually let you run around through the whole world of the actual forza horizon world except now they just give you a couple of muscle cars from the movies ah and so you're racing like uh, they don't have, none of the characters show up. Like the first car they put you in is uh, Vin Diesel's. Mm-hmm. He's got like a Dodge Charger. Yeah, his and they're Chargers, just like, yeah. oh, we better take care of this. Uh. So Ludacris is also announcing the game. He's the only <laughs> yeah. person from the movies who's actually in the game. And you don't see him. He's just an announcer. Right. He's like, here's Dodge Charger. You better not fuck it up because my friend might get angry. He doesn't even <laughs> mention Vin yeah. Diesel's name or anything like that. That's but you're weird. just running around just like racing other cars and trying to like uh, beat other races there... so you can collect other cars from the movies and is shit. There, is there a race? where you're driving the car and like Gina Carano is running next to you and you have to us. beat her in a foot race the third car you unlock is uh... it's not actually a joke it's like a, it's like a, it's like a fever dream the third car you unlock is uh, what's her faces Godzilla's car I think I saw something so I, I, I was out is in Fast 7 in, what is it is it just Furious now no it's just, fa- I, I think there was one it, movie was called just Fast Furious there was two Fast Two Furious. Two, well, yeah, but I th- I'm trying to remember if they're marketing this as Furious Seven. Yeah, I think I it's think Furious Seven okay, more than so anything else. I think yeah. Ronda Rousey's in this one. Who's Ronda Rousey? Ronda Rousey is a very, very lovely, uh, terrifying woman <laughs> uh, who is an uh, Olympic medalist in jujitsu. Um, she's the first time that an American woman has medaled in martial arts in the, and she is. A beast. She, uh, she, Googling that brings up the first thing is Fast Fear, uh, Furious 7 behind the scenes Michelle Rodriguez versus Ronda Rousey. Yeah! So, really, I, I get you need to watch these movies just you, not even the know. whole movie. Just they have this or like, oh, Michelle Rodriguez, like, yeah, it, they're just getting I just, I just want to see, I want to see, because Ronda Rousey is terrifying. There's a, um, you can look up, don't look at it right now, but like, she most recently won an MMA fight in 14 seconds against somebody by arm barring them. Wow. Um, like, she she was going to break this woman's arm. Oh, yeah. Ron, so, like, yeah, if you Google she's, and you search Ronda Rousey Fast beast. 7, it's just her, like, in, like, at, like, an Abu Dhabi party with Vin Diesel, who's in, like, a tuxedo. I'm into it. That's fucking great. She's a badass. So also, uh, there may be a Fast and Furious movie, movie thing I just gave you. So <laughs> what, that uh, movie comes Phil? out like next 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 uh, weekend. Phil? I gotta get. Tell me about Bloodburn. Bloodburn. Yeah, what Bloodburn. is this? Bloodburn. <laughs> what is this, and why does everybody? It's so the ne- it's like the next Dark Soulsy game, it's, right? No, it's the most recent Jason Bourne movie where he becomes a vampire. <laughs> So, so is it like? I am surprised at how many people. I wonder if just because it's a PlayStation Four exclusive, everyone's just happy to have like something. A new game. I, 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 have, or I have observed quietly, and I will say this only on our podcast, <laughs> oh, yeah. where no one listens to it. Uh, I, I, the, <laughs> only I assholes like, are into. Bloodborne. No, 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 no. The people who are into Bloodborne are 
are dudes who are really into like a very different sort of game than I am. Yeah. Oh no, this and is I not... feel like this is a litmus test where anybody who's tweeted more than three times about Bloodburn is someone who I can quietly discredit their opinions about <laughs> video games just because it's so they want something so different from video yeah, games. Almost than I literally do. everyone I know who plays video games has, tw- has tweeted way more than three times about Bloodborne. Exactly, right yeah, and that's why. A... Except the people I can think the people who have it like those are the people whose opinions I usually value about video games. <laughs> Interesting Venn diagram. So what have it's, you guys heard about Bloodborne? I'm kind of curious. Uh, from it's, a layman's it's perspective, it's like the Latinx like fucking Souls game, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Except it, it looked. Who made the joke that it looks like um, Victorian Ed Hardy? Victorian, <laughs> Victorian Ed Hardy. So I feel like from what well, from what I know, it's like Victorian Ed Hardy, Dark Souls, and um and, and like bits of the Order. Yeah, it's not nearly as looking as good. The but you're actually correct with it. <laughs> There's no story set up. You're just like you're just like this Victorian hunter who's like mm-hmm. running around this like rotten Victorian city, like super mm-hmm. it's this crazy like super elaborate Victorian city where uh, there's been uh, some kind of uh, disease that's going around turning everyone into monsters, of and course. you're just trying to find the cure. And by finding the cure, you're going through and killing everyone. The in the city. The, <laughs> so by the time you find the cure, you're wolf murdered. <laughs> so, and could, so, it could have helped. So what you're saying is it's the Victorian purge. Yeah, yeah. it is actually not unlike that because everyone's in the streets just fucking killing each other and shit. Yeah. like literally turning into werewolves and vampires mm-hmm. and shit and it's it's good but super hard really any what you just said is it's just it's the souls games which are notoriously for being notoriously difficult do you get and, wicked tattoos uh, no but you can't play as either gender and it's great when you first start off the game when they let you choose your gender like it pops up the sign saying female has no bearing on how good or bad you are mm-hmm. which is kind of great because oh that's nice well no but they're, like, they're trying to tell you that like you can you don't want to worry about like you know just because you choose a female character but I'm really bummed because all the characters especially the main character that you play as in this game is designed to be way skinnier than you yeah. could be in the the, the original Dark Souls game. Aww. Yeah, because the original Dark Souls games I played as not like you couldn't make it fat, but kind of like barrel chested. Sure, yeah. that's who I played as. Yeah, big Mrs. AIDS. Burber. Yeah, Mrs. AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> And in, for some reason, this they want everyone to be super skinny, Jack Skellington motherfuckers. Aww, so even the thickest lady is like Dylan McConus, essentially. <laughs> Yeah. That, yeah. So, it, well, and so other than that, have you been enjoying it? Yeah. It's been nice. It's been hard. I'm fighting the second boss, who is an evil priest. He's a hunter like you, who's also mm-hmm. a priest. For some reason, he's gone crazy. And he wants to kill you too. I think he suspects that you're infected with the same so, thing that's turning everyone else into monsters. I know that I played. I'm trying to think if it was Dark Souls two or if it was the first one. I know that we came over here at some point, and I played some Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I will admit. I had I was a weird little uh, shrivel muffin face uh, uh, person who was. Yeah, did you create a character? I can't remember. I think I made a character. I made an archer. Okay. And then I went running around, and I and I, from a distance, much like from Bette, a distance, much like Bette Midler. I shot all of the dudes. I did, and, and it was that was very satisfying, and to kill something so big. But. Man, it's it like at the end of it, I was like, "This is this is a full time job." Yeah, this is work. This literally feels like work. <laughs> well, can I have a full time job? Yeah. I've I've put like maybe a good like seven hours into the game, but I've only gotten to the second boss. I've literally traversed like maybe like less than half a mile of space in the game mm-hmm. because uh, well, it, it's Party it's an action game, but it. like you have to level up. There's a whole yeah. leveling system with experience points, and the only way you can do that is really grinding by killing guys over yeah. and over again and making your guy slightly more powerful so he can get a little bit further each time until you get to the boss, and then when you get to the boss you probably have to grind a level up again yeah so it's a weird combination between like action game and rpg that way yeah, yeah. it is it is it is just something that's just I, I sometimes i'm like i want to sit down with certain people and be like 
What? No, there's a lot of like people who buy these games. Because I wonder how many people buy this game because it's so hyped right now. <clears throat> who, when they get it, will just realize like I don't know what the hell this is too deep yeah. or too like not yeah. even not 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 even that it's too complicated or too deep, but they just realize the time investment. Yeah, yeah. this is in not... order to grind a level up. But then there are people who genuinely look at games and are like, how much value like time value for this is a great proposition for that. Yeah, yeah. you can literally this... spend hundreds of hours. And that's in this why our game. friend Grant probably our, bought this game because our... I did see he's playing it. Yeah, yeah, our friend and why our friend Grant didn't buy The Last of Us, but <laughs> yeah. buy whatever that other he bought. What was the other State of Decay? State he bought of State of Decay and. Instead of Last of Us. And he's like, well, I had a choice over which zombie game to get. He could have just played Last of Us on the hardest difficulty. That would have taken him forever. (laughs) I can understand. It's a different perspective. But that's the thing. It's like, it's just that I totally understand that that is what someone wants from a video game. interesting. But it's just so so different. It is is brutal and scary as fuck. Because that's the other thing. You're like always running around in darkness or at the best, like maybe the outside is just like blood red sun. Yeah, darkness. Black magic. Black magic. Get your feet off my couch. Yeah, you're always being ambushed. Ambushed by shit like yeah. right now, I'm trying to fight my way through these sewers where there are monsters hiding in the water and like all kinds of just yeah. like really grim and gritty feeling. And but it is nice you like uh, you level up, you pause, and you go to like the hunter's dream because you're hunter, you're hunting all the bad guys. Mm-hmm. You go to hunter's dream with which is actually where's the real world that you're running around in is all dark and decayed. You go to this place called hunter's dream, which is there's like a little cottage with like a little, little bunch of plants, and it's actually kind of mm-hmm. nice. It's one of the pretty much the one nice environment I've ever seen in any of these games. Yeah. Where you talk to a living doll, though, mm. who gets up and ter- comes to life after nope. you've played long enough, and she'll she's the person you level up with. Carter. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's kind of creepy because when you first go to the hunter's dream, she's just a doll in the corner. She's not even alive, and then she only comes to life after you've been playing for a while. And then you're talking to her, but still, she's still a talking doll that you're talking to to lo- level up your character. So even in this nice like little oasis environment that you yeah, go to, still it's still like yeah, still yeah. murmur and just. Those games are really nicely, effectively creepy, aside from yeah. being difficult stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's so interesting because uh. while you've been playing that, I've been playing a game that I backed on Kickstarter two and a half years ago that finally came out, Pillars of Eternity. Oh yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting because I grew up like I played when I played computer. The games I played was like I played some like I had a Super Nintendo, so I played like Super Mario and some platformers and shit. But I didn't play much on consoles. And then I played some games on PC, and I played a lot of adventure games, but I played a lot of CRPGs. So. I I played Baldur's Gate, and I played, you know, Fallout were my favorites, but I played, like, fucking, you know, um, Planescape Torment and all these games, and this is a game in the tradition of Planescape Torment, or specifically uh, Baldur's Gate. See, I heard Baldur's Gate, and I, that got yeah. me intrigued. Well, I'm sorry, the, the other game that's coming out from... The other team is Torment Planes of Nier, whatever it is. They're, <laughs> they're Planes of Jerkoff mode. Something, they're something, they're yeah. trying to make a spiritual su- successor to Planescape, so excuse me. But anyway, this this Pillars of Eternity came out, and it's so hilarious because it is so old school. Like, it's mostly text-based, and it's... Uh, the uh, the uh, Wasteland came out a while ago, Wasteland 2, and, like, the same... Which was also trying to build on that same tradition, but in a more hand-holy way. And waste, but the, the best thing is was the two. Wasteland the buggy one, the like super. The base Wasteland two was the one that was so Have buggy that I couldn't big, actually play it. Big bug in uh, Pillars of Eternity. I can't even know because my I have a bug where I can't boot up the game. I cannot open the game anymore. Glad I did not kickstart this. Well, the thing, what cracked me up is that when I was hearing all the reviews, did you actually kickstart this? Is that where you got yeah. your copy from? Okay, yeah. I kickstarted it because I like I like Obsidian, and I'm like I want Obsidian to make their own game, yeah. and I want them to have a chance to prove that if they're not on anyone's deadlines but their own, they can make the game they want to make. Because Obsidian games I enjoy, but they're notoriously bug riddled messes. Yeah. Truly, that is even harder than Dark Souls when they don't even let you boot up the game. <laughs> exactly. 
crazy. But it's like, I, I was so excited because all the reviews were saying this is a polished game. This is a super polished game. Mm-hmm. But I've heard super, there were a couple polished. big. And if you can't but it's like, that, the thing is, bug, is that it's, yeah. it, it, what I played, it was super bug free. Because, yeah. I mean, like, usually Obsidian games are like fundamental, like, you know, textures popping in and out and, like, you know. Conversations dead and like mm-hmm. really obvious bugs. Like even if you're not a dork, you can notice they're buggy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And it's uh, but yeah, fucking. Oops. I'm enjoying it. But you want to talk about like what? So did you actually get it working? No, I tried you... to play it this morning before I came out on oh, podcast, okay. and mm-hmm. I played I played a couple hours of it, and then this morning I tried to boot it up so I could play some more, and it wouldn't even open. Oh Jesus! So we'll yeah, see. there's supposed to be a bug right now where if you double click, uh, if you try to equip a, a item onto your character twice in a row, like double click it, it will make it so you can never buff your character again, <laughs> like change it, like some kind of like yeah, it locks that character into whatever stats it are, so you can you, never. You need to be sorting your Legos anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> well, no, exactly. Uh, and you want to borrow my copy of Bloodborne? The the uh, the thing is. Is that I got into the game and I was like, fuck, I made my character wrong. So I, because the, you, there's a really deep character creator. It's like, okay, so you can choose a gender and then you can choose a race. Mm-hmm. And some of the races don't have genders per se. Like you may look quote unquote female, but actually you're a You could be a blonde man. And uh, so, and then you, when you choose a race, there are sub races within that race. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like you can be like, like um, and uh, like you can be, you can be like these little cat people, and some of them are really really hairy, and some of them aren't, and like they're two different races and all this shit. Like which ones so- are the sexy ones? <laughs> None the of really them. hairy ones. Uh, <laughs> the belly rub. <laughs> the fluffy the, ones. Yeah. The, you know, like you cho- like the the density of like choices you can make of your characters are so deep that I accidentally went through and made all these char- choices, and I started a couple of different characters, and then I was like, no, this is what I want. And then I went through and I realized the portrait I had chosen was like this beautiful black man with like a hood when actually. I was like this woman with like red scarring. Yeah. Her oh face Jesus! And stuff. I was like, okay, well, I have to start over. And so I've actually started the game over three times to get my character just right, and now I think I've got it. So how do you feel? Except now with you the... can't start it. Exactly. Is it is it fine to play with keyboard and mouse controls? Yeah, I'm great. You're I more mean, used to that stuff than I am. I mean, because but... I played Wasteland and I played Shadowrun. No, what am I saying? You're used to this shit, yeah. And I played. I mean, I replayed Fallout recently. But the thing is, um... is that those games were all really made. To be, um, especially Shadowrun. Shadowrun was designed to play on a tablet. Like, so the, it's essentially tablet controls on a PC, and you can see where it's like really just point, 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 yeah. and click. Whereas um, Wasteland was a little more min maxy, a little more menu heavy. Mm-hmm. This game, because they're trying to be old school, this shit is menu dense. How do you feel about some fucking illustrated spreadsheets? Like, like Crusader Kings? Not quite, but also not. Well, I heard people talking about this, and I was like, well, maybe I'll wait until this comes out to consoles. And then people no, are like, there's no out. way, like, uh-huh. just the menus and everything. This is can... a PC game. Yeah. And Bill, I don't think you would actually like it on top of that. That's what's I'm really because I like video games. I like the story so far, but I'm I'm not that sort of person. I'm trying to figure out how to get into the um, uh, console so I could just cheat. <laughs> Can I? Because I want cheat. I don't level up my character. I just want to turn on no death. I want to be god mode. I'll play everything. I just don't want to have to actually worry about are my characters sufficiently. Well, playing on PlayStation Two, you were always trying to using the game shirt. Oh yeah, like, yeah. I just no wanted qualms about story, that. Yeah, yeah, and I really like the story so far. Because and the way they handle where you start is kind of great. Because so the game opens with a caravan and you're traveling around. What's that face for, Foley? I think you're cute. I'm glad you. Is there I'm a mod? I'm marrying. You. <laughs> is there a mod yet called Phyllis Dillers of Eternity? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, that was a good joke, Phil. That was a High good five. Joke. She just caught the 
that's the only character you can choose is Phyllis Diller? Like, oh yeah, my god, that'd be amazing. <laughs> so the way the game opens is you're on this, <sighs> you're in this caravan that's traveling, and you're talking to these characters, and in the conversation with them, you can kind of define who you are, so you can understand who your character is a little better. Mm-hmm. And then something happens, dramatic happens, and, you're, and the entire caravan is dead. The Red Baron attacks. So you're. So what's great about that is that you now know who your character is, but you get to choose who you share that with in the world oh, okay. like no one needs to know that I'm a blacksmith from a small town and like all this are the characters voiced or anything like that you're just reading silent <gasps> voice. partially voiced is it like when you click up on a menu to talk to somebody they're like huh? No, Ooh. it's not. It's actually. I wish it was actually. It's the same thing as Wasteland, where it's like maybe you'll be talking to a character and maybe like ninety percent of it is voice, but then that makes it weird for the parts that. That's aren't. what I said. That seems kind of weird. And then yeah. there are other characters that are silent altogether. I would almost rather it just. Fire be. Emblem on 3DS had the great thing where like kind of like what I was saying, where it was just like text boxes come up. So the only there were voice in the game, but it was only just like huh. huh? Somebody asks huh? a question, they go huh, huh. or they get suddenly go huh. Yeah. So, like, when the caravans attacked, mm-hmm. um, and they attacked Phil Stiller, um, <laughs> is, it, is the caravan attacked by her arch nemesis Betty White? <laughs> so, Man, you gotta mod this shit, fool. You gotta uh, learn how to code. Uh, no. Come on. Anyway, I am enjoying Pillars of Eternity. Bill, yeah. you would not like it fully. I like it. We're totally got the whole opposite. I love Love and you love Pillars of Eternity. Well, the thing is, that like... Pillars of Eternity is what I like about it is it's reading a book. That's what it is. You're, there's lots of lore. There is so much lore. It is reading a book. It is the opposite of Bloodborne in every way. But it's great because it's like the the I had to replay. Pardon me, I dropped my phone. I had to replay the opening. <laughs> That's exciting. I had to replay the opening twice and just tiny uh, uh, thrice actually, and with tiny choices that I made different. Well, just Eternity that, is a game for someone who would say thrice. <laughs> Just in the tiny decisions, like little things that I made, choices I made during the first, the, that just that first section was dramatically different. Okay. I was really surprised. So anyway, I just, I'm enjoying it. It's good. It's a perfect game for me to play while you're drawing, so yeah. I can keep you company. Oh, that's kind of nice. Yeah. So you're still doing something, but you can still like you yeah, know, hanging out. But it's not. Grace and I around. Hey guys, let's go have sex. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not that invested. I could walk away from the computer. Mm-hmm. Yes, could exactly. You? Yeah. Yeah. So, it. Stop grinding. So go grind. Is what you're telling me. <laughs> So, anyway, I'm liking Pillars of Eternity oh. so far. If I can ever boot it up again. That sucks, though, man. Well, I guess... Uh... Well, it just breaks my heart, because I really... I just wanted Obsidian to have a game that ran. A good game that ran well, because they're a studio... Are they a known studio... for being super buggy? Yes! They're, they have never released a game that you can play... <laughs> Like, that you can reliably play. Well, there's a lot of, like, Double they Fine's did, the same thing. There seems to be a kind of no, a threshold word. see, Double Fine, you can play their games. Stick of Truth had was notoriously buggy. Fallout New Vegas, like, there were parts of that game where we could not complete arcs oh. because of those bugs. Oh, where we couldn't find Zoe Bell because she fell through the world? Yeah. I remember you guys talking about that, yeah. Fuck Alpha. <laughs> Alpha Protocol, which is their only non-licensed game, like, their own game that they did from Shark Oh, they did Alpha was Protocol? That's what I forgot about. That was incredibly unplayable. Playably buggy, yeah. like they did. Uh, fucking, uh, they did a a sh- uh, one of the uh, Kotor games. I think they did Kotor two. Oh yeah, so that's the whole. They, they keep the, on getting wrong in to do, do these like sequels to games where the original developers don't want and anything. Always really good, but they're yeah. unplayable, how and it's just like oh, that's my thing. It's like how do you bitches keep getting money? And that's why I really. Well, wanted that's why this I guess game. that explains why they had to go to Kickstarter. That's why I wanted this game to just be fucking perfect. Shit, what are their Perfect. Kickstarter tears have been like, we get a QA department. 
finally. Well, you know, you can. I can totally see that if you are hired to do this thing and you have great. I mean, because their games are always like well written and they have. Good That's what I keep on hearing, but yeah. But I wonder if it's like they're they're like yes, I have this great idea and we'll do it amazingly, and they don't have the time to actually execute on it. So it's like this is it. This is them. They have their expectations set. They know the time that they have from the start. This is it. They can they can scale into what they have and just do it. And it just breaks my heart that Aww. it's still. Because uh, they're really, really can good. Build this into a Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Fully messing around with little uh, Lego. Her uh, Lego, yes. Thumb drive. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, guys, we'll take a break. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can I just it's say something okay. bad? No, no. Totally me. <laughs> no, this podcast drives me nuts. <laughs> like, this fucking ADD uh, Can bullshit. I talk for 20 minutes um, about uh, Joshin got X-Wing you. Alliance working on a Mac last night. I played it. It was good. Yeah. I got the Pleather Millennium Falcon in the video oh. game. I cried with happiness for is it, all oh. is it like a Is it like a flight sim? Yeah. Oh, that's neat. It's one of the old... Have you ever heard about the X-Wing PC games from like back in the 90s? Uh, no. Essentially, it was a series yeah. of Star Wars flight sim Yeah, we can know. They're on good old games. That's cool. Yeah, LucasArts was... But yeah, the good, but they were only for Windows only, but Joshin's got the... Oh. So he, he figured out how to get to work. Yeah. Also, I got to see what Windows looks like. I haven't seen Windows in like a decade. Yeah. That's something weird. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Windows 10 looks nutty. It does. I I actually, cartoon. I was only going to joke about the X-Wing thing when I actually got that. There's nothing to say. I got to play the X- uh, Millennium Falcon for It felt minutes. good. So what? Oh, uh, we should, yeah. We should uh, take well, it. we'll say one more thing. Foley performed the most Ron Swanson-like act possible. Oh, yeah. Uh, Foley uh, went, ha- has gone to her hair cutter for five years now. There's a good, solid oh, relationship with her. Yeah. And uh, uh, they have a they, they have this great little spot in this beautiful building, and they had a terrible, terrible coat rack. It was Offensive. Disgusting. Coat rack. Yeah. And Foley uh, took over, over the weekend. Took some time. Went in her garage. Used her uh, woodworking tools and made him a new. Coat really, rack. that is a f- and and you get free haircuts for and like a lifetime as a result of that. And she installed it too. I installed they were like, it. Yeah, installed. They it were too. none of them butch enough to hang this coat. Rack. That, it is that. A, it's a coat rack made out of a uh, solid plank of uh, black walnut <laughs> and uh, railroad spikes. Railroad spikes for to actually hang the coats on. Yeah, and, uh, hand hand sanded so it is still as smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, that's just the most Ronsonson thing possible to go to your hairdresser and it's like, I son, I find your hook rack to be inadequate, and I'm gonna make you some of nice, sustainably grown American walnut. Yeah, it's beautiful. And uh, and then yeah, the it was, pictures it was do great. look really nice. After after installing it, um, uh, one of the other people just looked at me and was like, "So, what do you think you could do for uh, shampoo shelves?" <laughs> because I mean, because when you open a business and you have like a limited budget, yeah, they're finally starting to okay, this is our aesthetic. Well, you start building up the place a little bit. Yeah, Th- this is our aesthetic. This is what we wanted, the, and 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 the things we currently have are not meeting it. And it's like cool. I can I can help with that. I can help with your brand. Yeah. Um. But oh, uh, it was it was a lot of so fun. much. So what I'm saying, fully, you've got you've got you built, free haircuts for life. I also built friend of the, does Mirabai listen to this one? Yeah. I have a friend of the podcast Mirabai. Uh, in celebration of her. Does Mirabai listen to Ladylike? She, she listens to both. She listens okay. to both. She's a good person. I like that. She's a sweetie, but uh, a sweet, sweet uh, New York stenographer. Um, in in uh, honor of her impending family. Uh, I built them a very, uh, what, what I would like to call Pacific Northwest Modern, uh, menorah. Are they going to be mm-hmm. Mirabai Night Nightlets? 
Nightlets. Is that what's going on? There will be nightlets. Aww. At least a nightlet. So Foley, Foley had a very butch Ron oh. Swanson weekend. Uh, have you guys, uh, this is one of the cartoons I mentioned before, have you guys ever seen T- uh, Teen Titans Go? I watched the original Teen Titans, and I saw I the Teen Titans the Go cartoons. shorts. Did you like the original Teen Titans? I loved the original Teen Titans. The new Titan Teen Titans goes fucking hilarious. Well, it sounds like it's my favorite parts of Teen the original Teen Titans without the any of the dragging. I don't know any of the characters though. I know Robin, but all the other characters like I love Ra- Beast Boy in that show. I love Raven. So uh, the, the new show, it's just What's the same Star- voice cast. Star- Starfire, Starfire, is Space great. Princess, Cyborg. Cyborg. Cy- yeah, they're Cyborg. great. They they're talk great about characters. eating meat party. Like, there's an episode where everyone just says. They decide to have a meat party, and Beast Boy charges like he's a vegetarian, so he's trying to get everyone to eat vegetables, and there's a whole vegetarian versus meat thing that, like, I was like, it's a holy thing. I have terrible seven-year-old fan art that I drew of Beast Boy (laughs) riding a moped for reasons that I can't really remember. You should watch Teen Titans Go. I would love Teen Titans Go. I loved Teen Titans back in the day. One of the first episodes I saw, so Raven is one of the characters, she's like this super goth, like, space chick who has, like, magic power. I think she's this, like, daughter of a demon or something like that. Yeah, I think that's her character. one of the first episodes I saw is it turns out she's a huge secret fan of like this My Little Pony show within the show. <laughs> then I, I was looking up online. Turns out that the joke is that the lady who voices uh, Raven, who yeah. also ra- voiced Raven yeah. on the old card, yeah. she's the voice of like the main My Little yeah. Pony in the actual yeah. show. Yeah. But like this is a great episode where they all get sucked in the universe of My Little Pony and end up beating up everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you end up teaching the ponies that the w- best way to solve problems was with violence. <laughs> Anyway, this okay. That's neither here nor there. We need to end this fucking part of the podcast. This will never. No, it's our lives now. We will never fucking escape the Boy Hattie podcast. <laughs> this fucking vortex. Of hey, time. everybody. We're gonna take a little break. We'll come back for the Geek Week in review. Thank God. Okay, Unicorn Brothers, y'all ready to drop some more beats? Uh huh. Uh huh. You better bring that. Then let's do it. <laughs> Was just the characters dicking around. Yeah. So then it's just to show that just the characters. They don't show any of the other great. characters. Yeah, it is just dicking around because the only time the villain on the, the old joke was Deathstroke. They didn't call him that. They called him his other name, but it's fucking Deathstroke. The only villain that showed up is this fat comic book guy. Cause actually looks like me. He's the guy who sends everyone off into My Little Pony show because yeah. he's a My Little Pony fan, so he thinks like sending the Teen Titans into the. He's a brony. He's the only villain I've seen so far. <laughs> And like, he's like, it's just. I gotta get on this shit. Batman showed up once in passing when Beast Boy mentioned that he's invited Batman over to their house for Thanksgiving, and he's really worried that Batman's gonna judge how terrible his uh, his. uh, Well, no, Robin invites him over. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and uh, he's really worried that Batman's gonna. I can think highly of his Thanksgiving layout. That's adorable. And it's just like that's the only time they even showed Batman for for a while. I forgot Robin, like you know. So it's basically like Teen Titans Go is basically fan fiction. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. It's super. Well, yeah, it's like it's like yeah the goofiest, dumbest fan fiction, which is the best part. Here, I'm gonna see if I can find my ancient Beast Boy fan yeah. art. Yeah, because I was looking at some screen caps and stuff, and it looked like they totally changed the art style. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's which makes sense if the old show was actually much more dramatic, but this is totally, like... It's it's Teen Titans is reimagined as kind of like an art, like Adventure Time gumball-y, kind of like just yeah. fun poppy everyone hanging out. Yeah. Starfire, she's like, so she's a space princess, and she's always, she has this really weird way of talking, like, she's like, I will have the triangle yeah, of the she, pizza. she very speaks. She's very oh, no. Here we go. This That's is how my, she talks in Teen Titans Go. This is my Beast Boy fan art from... Aww. How did you find that? I had on my old art server. That is from Aww. 2005. Wow. Ten years ago. Way before that you tells you how long... <laughs> 
Pre-lesbian, yeah. That's a that's like Annie's. Pre-queer. Uh, yeah. Pre-Columbian. Pre-Columbian. <laughs> uh. All right, everybody. It's time now for the Geek Week interview. Uh, m- m- keep in mind that these are Bill's notes from the week that was, and this is my first time seeing them. So let's go in this journey together. Bill's first note is the uh, rage face of the dude going, <laughs> implicitly, uh, with a link to modelspace.com build-millennium-falcon. Can you open that with your phone? Yeah. See what that is? So this is uh, $60 per month per complete kit build the Millennium Falcon. It's, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I saw this, and I was really confused by the phrase one-to-one replica. <laughs> <laughs> that really confused so, me. So what this thing is, so in the UK uh, last year they uh, unveiled this thing where you could build your own uh, one-to-one replica of the shooting model of the Millennium Falcon from The Empire Strikes Back, So, which is actually a pretty big thing. It's good, like, four feet long or so. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 a, it's a, maybe not that big. Maybe it's, like, three feet. But still pretty big. <laughs> and uh, so what they do is, for 60 bucks a month, they send you every week a new part of the Millennium Falcon that's all pre-painted and everything. Months. So it turns out to be fifteen hundred bucks, which the saving grace is like, oh man, that sounds awesome. But thank God it's in the UK; otherwise, I'd be tempted to do this. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, this month they announced that oh, now it's available in the United States. No. So instead of pulling the trigger on that, instead what I've done is I've created a playlist on YouTube of I've saved all videos I've seen of people putting it together. So I live vicariously <laughs> watching other that people is together. Probably Falcon. the smartest thing you could put. It's also it lights up. Yeah. Like the cockpit lights up and all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, so cool. But actually, some of the painting on it are super ghetto because it's still a mass produced thing. A, you can't yeah. make it look as nice as the actual shooting model. Yeah. And There's so this, a tiny Harrison Ford inside of oh, it, shrunken down. Like, honey, t- I shrunk the Harrison Ford. I've <laughs> seen some people talk about because, so for the original Millennium Falcon for the Vampire Strikes Back, you know, they made a little Chewbacca and a little Han Solo. I totally heard for the Vampire Strikes Back. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a Dark Shadows reboot. Of... Palpatine could drag some blood. You don't know. Okay. But so... first, so Return of the Jedi, they just painted the Han Solo brown to make him look like Lando, but now he's rotting. <laughs> so if you ever see current day photos of what the Millennium Falcon looks like, you look at the uh... cockpit, it's like this half-melted black man in the cockpit. Whoa! And I saw somebody was talking about whether or not they want to make a figure that looks like that rotten Lando. <laughs> I was like, that's gruesome. Oh, yeah, yeah, like zombie, black zombie guy in the cockpit. Bill, I'm so proud of you for not spending $1,500 on this. And that, 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 that's when I know I'm an adult, but that wasn't an instant buy. Now you can buy the Quickie Mart set with, you know, without a shred of guilt because you didn't spend $1,500 on the Millennium Falcon. Would that be seven Quickie Marts? Because that's, man, that, I'm, I'm a little kind of iffy about the Quickie because that's $200. So that's even is. more expensive than the house. It doesn't even, yeah, I and mean, it's, it's not a lot as of big as the That's house. the thing that kind of kills me. It's yeah, not it's, even as exactly. big. Exactly. Foley's got it in one. It's a lot of special. Yeah, because it does parts. have like pre printed magazines. I mean, they're cool. And, yeah. yeah. But it's, 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 it's I, I can understand why it's as, as expensive, but it, yeah. Yeah, but that becomes available to Lego VIP members on April 15th. So that's just justification for me getting my taxes done. So I'm broke, <laughs> exactly. but I can, I can, I'm gonna pull the trigger on this quickie war. Good yeah. on you, buddy. Uh, so yeah, Millennium Falcon model shit. Ah, rare. Poor but it lights up. I love anything that lights up. This is true. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> we, I need to get you some of the Lego light up kits because you can get some aftermarket LED things. I mean, oh, you could do your cantina. You could put like lights inside. Yeah. Your cantina. Well, I just finished the Parisian restaurant yesterday yeah. with. Uh, I used a tree that uh, this, the, there was a guy at the brick uh, Lego brick con mm-hmm. that we went to. 
a couple weeks ago that was selling called, Lego trees. I think their business is called Alt Bricks. Yeah, because you had bought something. Yeah, because we talked about this on that Lego podcast. Do, do they mm-hmm. make like string lights? Like Lego string Well, no, lights? you can't also just buy LED string lights. They get LED string lights. I actually did that with one picture of Benton. I just you know, did LED I've string lights. I've seen people talk about how they, they'll take the haunted mansion thing that Annie and I were lusting after and actually just build a normal mansion out of it. Yeah, that's what I want to do for Benton. Oh really? Well, you can make you. You can also make like a yeah. wild west dilapidated like desert mansion if you wanted it's to. Three, it's I know. Uh, if I gotten it, the yeah. Yeah, that's that's your Millennium Falcon toy. There was this moment. It was this moment where she and Noah were not dissimilar from each other at the brick <laughs> convention. But I want it. I know. Do you have that See, money? The thing that kills me is fifteen hundred dollars is like the price, like half the price I'd spend on a matte print run. Yeah. So, like for half the matte thing of print, I could get my own. In the new <laughs> Ew. The way I lo- oh man, it's terrible. Don't justify All right, this. I know exactly. In other news, there's a Kickstarter right now for Fresh Romance, which is a, an ongoing romance comics anthology. I think they got they managed to raise they're enough close for to, yeah. Well, they did for the for six months. They're now fully funded. Where they're going to have a monthly each month they will have a standalone romance comic. Um, what's nice is that they they're going to do um uh you know uh across the spectrum you know uh straight and queer. Um and, uh, and alien Mass Effect. Exactly. The first three, but they're gonna they're going for like classic romance stuff. So they have like a they have like a, a high school one. They have a, a period Oops, romance nice. like mm. Regency one. The gay and straight and stuff too. And uh, yeah, okay. and uh, so I, I'm just excited about more romance comics. So that'll be um, I, I back that. Yeah, I didn't know I didn't recognize oh, any did of we, the. We backed it. <sighs> I never know. I never know, and then all of a sudden something shows up. Like, oh yeah, I backed that Kickstarter two years ago. I backed that Kickstarter this week while while I was looking at the the thing for the Millennium Falcon thing. Part of me was thinking about like one of the great drawbacks about being a couple, especially a couple that you live with, where you have to combine bank accounts. It's like I would live in horror because how could you spend anything any uh, any money on anything fun if the, someone else has yes. to find out about it? Well, like, it's just like would it be cool to keep your own bank account if you're a couple? Just I've, be like, I've actually thought about it just to have like my bullshit account. So but I, I have a perspective. I, that is fully, such a potential have, financial leak. <laughs> I have I have a PayPal account that yeah. I that that is where like revenue from me doing commissions and yeah. stuff goes. And because it's not tied, it's tied to my bank account, but I never see it. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I'd have to log into a separate thing, and that takes effort. Yeah. Um. Like, I'll I'll roll up there and be like, oh, there's like three hundred dollars in it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I where she would buy Legos with it, which you have. What You've do you used do? Used my groceries? PayPal account to buy Legos a couple of times, just because because I told you you could. But yeah. Also. Well, especially with I the bought side tires. Yeah. yeah. Well, fully is the practical one. Fully also will when we're shopping. If we go to a store, I'm just saying fully's from Mars, Andy's from Venus. If we go to a store to get fully <laughs> new underwear, yeah. By the by, this is always the comparison we use. By the time we have gone from where the underwear is and fully's put it in the cart yeah. to the checkout, fully will have talked herself out of needing underwear <laughs> and put it away. Yeah. Whereas I, along that same path, I'm like, look at this DVD. Do you guys? Do you guys have any dudes so underwear? Like dick hole underwear? Do we have what? Somebody Do we have was any dick hole underwear. Somebody was following on Twitter this week was talking about how they had bought themselves some guy underwear and yeah. it fitted so nicely. Like, yeah, like guy underwear is amazing. Sturdier than some panties. Yeah, yeah. So they were talking about like I'm just lounging around wearing nothing but dudes underwear. It's like the best feeling. And they it's, were drinking beer. It was is a great this your first time learning that women wear dudes? No, no, no. I know some women do, but I don't know if you guys because like that does sound nice and luxurious. Yeah, it depends. Yeah, well, it depends. Like pretty much. No, we have specifically. I'm more talking about like nice. Like well, they also make like boy. Br- um, That's where I keep, boy that's where they make boy I keep cuts, my wallet though. when I don't have. 
Like, the shittiest on. pair of underwear I own, though, are men's underwear. Because the shittiest pair of underwear are my Spider-Man underwear. Have you just because you've worn them I for like 12 it, well, years? No, they're poorly made novelty <laughs> underwear. Is yeah, why. Do you actually use them? Like, uh, yeah. Just... Well, it's usually like, oh, fuck, I'm on. I, I, we're, it's like laundry day or something. Yeah, like, right. well, I know. You only have the pair. Yeah, 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 yeah. What else? What else? Broken Age 2 will be launched on 428. Finally. Fuck you, Bill. It's been a year and a half. Yeah. Oh, f- fuck you, time. Bill. Enough that I'm going to have to go back and replay the first part. I don't even remember what God happens in the first one. Why, do you, why don't, don't they you? blow up they're the re- Death Star? They're re-releasing the whole thing on consoles, though, so you can just play I it from the start. So. That was kind of, well, not that, I don't know if the game would actually benefit from being from consoles, but like it would be kind of nice to just play it on TV, though, because mm-hmm. it's so pretty. So are, they, one go. are they releasing it for consoles at the same time? Yeah. Because I, I have everything. no problem double dipping on that they're, game. They're, it's going to come out on PS4 and Vita and PC and Linux Everything. and Mac on the same day. Oh, okay. the whole are you guys going to buy it again? Or are you guys just going to... I have not thought about it. I have so many... I, like, I am pl- I'm, will not be done playing Pillars of Eternity or Dragon Age for that matter. Let's put it this <laughs> way. It's, co- it's taken so long for the second half to come out. Most people are just calling it Broken Age 2. Not even Act 2, but, you know... But, um, but but you gotta finish with Raldo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're not done with Dragon Age Inquisition. And I have to finish with my. Oh, yeah. how is that DLC? Man, I don't oh. give a sh- I, I have friends again. <laughs> people whose opinions I care and value are like, no, it's just another fucking spoke. Oh really? It's more like Skyrim than anything else. It's just another environment uh, just, to explore. No, okay. So I'm like, okay, then I don't, I don't feel as bad. Because for... you could be watching Cartoon Network, sling TV, and also or playing Dragon Age. Just dicking around on what we're already doing. Oh, you know what? I, I assume because a lot of DLC exclusive exclusivity is only a week, but maybe it won't become maybe a month. But it shouldn't be that long until it comes be out. That long, yeah. You know, it's... if you can distract yourself until fully, there's I a lot to do in that Avar game. Avar adventure. Well, that's the thing. It's about the Avar. Which I'm curious about. I'm Have you played curious. with the uh, Maxwell Molly yet? Because I know she's really hyped to play with you guys mm-hmm. in the multiplayer stuff. And she yeah. also is adorable and lives in England, and the time difference makes that difficult. I know. But uh, no, we we have not played. I've not. I've not actually played any Dragon Age multiplayer in a while. I've had these crazy this crazy deadline at work that I've been working on my weekends. Mm-hmm. So I have not had much chance to play any video. And I don't. I don't play the multiplayer at no. all. No. It's, I'm busy. I enjoy the multiplayer. It's it's something. It's fun to uh, to step in and step out, but it's very easy. To... So wait, who's your new canonical canary? Uh, I don't have. Oh no, canary. you're, you're canary. You're, my it's, my, it's your, it's my your inquisitor priest. is a, a mage, magic motherfucker. Yeah. Is a, a mage dude named uh, Geraldo. So now that is your Geraldo. Canonical... He's my yeah. He, he's that makes my sense. Canon. I like my lady. Well, Ayla is great. She fully has an archer. Yeah. Uh, lady. Which yeah. Is She's a hunk. You're all hunks. Zelda Wii U delayed to 2016, which just happens to be the series' 30th anniversary. Oh. Woo! Yeah, so people well, are having a heart attack over this. About it being delayed? Yeah. Well, it was only officially announced, like, six months ago. Yeah. And when they showed it, it was only very, like... They even came out and said it wasn't actual gameplay. It was just kind of like a target. Kind of right. like... It's 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 kind of like lady looking Link kind of sitting in a forest and she rides it's over. Pretty. Yeah, it's really and pretty. Yeah, and then they were showing the archery. Yeah, exactly. She like yeah, she shoots like a monster with a bow and arrow, and then she rides on top of a cliff, and you can kind of see like like. Like yeah. this big wide open vista, and they're like, you can you can explore this whole wide world. Essentially, yeah. them kind of saying it's going to be a little bit like Skyrim, and that's yeah, going to yeah. be a big world rather than like a channel thing. Which, yeah, everyone's like, well, no shit, that's not coming out in less than a year if the yeah. game was barely even started working on just like six months ago. Exactly, yeah. and so. it's smart for your brand to target it with a, a yeah, pivotal, 30th anniversary, with a pivotal anniversary. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Shut yeah. up, everybody. Shut up. Just calm down. Also, Let them bake the cookies people, so that you don't die. I do feel people who only have a Wii U and they were like. 
like this is going to be because nothing else is coming out for oh, Wii U. Yeah. And with Nintendo just announcing their new console, this sounds like this is going to be the last big Wii U game. And so having to like, oh, I'm going to wait another year and a half for this game to come out. That kind of yeah. sucks. But yeah. like, buy another fucking oh, Nintendo console. Fans. Getting, no, don't even buy another console. Buy a gaming PC. <laughs> yeah. Go out, read a book. Stop playing video games. <laughs> That's, really That's my real answer. advice. Buy some Lego. Buy a fifteen hundred dollar modern fucking. Most importantly, in video game news, Metal Gear or excuse me, Metal excuse me, Metal Slug Three. Metal Slug Three is on PSN. Metal Gear Slug. Have you guys ever played P- uh, Metal Slug? Are you really gonna say that to me, Bill? Did we? I think we've already had this conversation before. Do you not remember when I came to Portland? All we did was was play that Metal, Metal Slug. Slug? Yes. Okay, yeah. Um, uh, I wanted to bring this up because fully, well, you might get it. Uh, well, it's two player. Fully would enjoy Metal Slug. I think you. I think. I think you showed it. It's really pretty. You it can will, play you know, as two ladies. We I showed you the trailer, and then we played um some of uh, what the fuck was the kickstarted. Spiritual successor. Yeah, the fucking the game out. was terrible. Mercenary Kings. Yeah, we played a little bit of Mercenary Kings, but this oh. is far superior to Mercenary Kings. Oh. You can play as two uh, player co op. Um, you can play as ladies. You fight zombies, and when you get infected by zombies, you vomit blood all over the screen. You shoot the people. It's so fucking. It's cute not my favorite well. part of the game. <laughs> it's not spiders or anything. It feels uh-huh. like I'm gonna lead with that. It's a very memorable most... aspect. Although I think there's it. an option in the game to it's so it's not blood, it'll turn white or green. But what's white it's... looks like you're barfing semen all over the screen. Green, it just looks like double dare. So green may be your best. You couldn't be like you can depict pus. But you can like yes. so one of the powers yes. is to pick, yes. they they pick jazz. They drop food in the game, and if you pick yeah. up too much food, you turn into a fat person who can't move very fast. But your bullets get a lot bigger and more powerful. Huh. So it's crazy. You walk around like it is really, a funny the, ass the pixel game. Art in it is fantastic. Yeah, it's yeah. Really beautiful. and I think they do have a mode that you can just keep on playing forever because it's 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 essentially a, a an, an old game. arcade game. But yeah. they, I think they make it so you can just keep on fighting to the end. Exactly. It is super fucking fun. But, yeah. Oh, Metal Slug. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence is leaving the X-Men, but we're getting a Jubilee in her place. Huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she says after the new, whatever the movie they're shooting this year that takes place in the 80s. Yeah. Is it like Age of Apocalypse? I don't know much about X-Men stories, so I'm not um, quite familiar, but I, mean, I think this is supposed to be... But yeah, so but they did announce that they're, 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 Jubilee is going to be the first time she's going to show up in an X-Men movie. So, so isn't she the Asian bubblegummy kind of poppy yeah, kind of yeah. like in in the cartoon? Very. Yeah, that's, 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 that, yeah. that's my context for. Well, her, very so. like what? Jimmy... But then she was made for the cartoon, wasn't she? Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, supposedly, no, the... I I don't believe she was. I think that she was. And they lit people we could ask. Last night, Les Miserables, I guess he tweeted a picture of himself wearing the Wolverine class saying one more time, so everyone's Hugh, freaking out thinking that Les he's Les Miserables. Only... Yeah! Hugh Jackman. Okay, call him X-Men. We call him... He was in a movie called Wolverine, so you can call him Wolverine. You can call him Wolverine. Because <laughs> he so, Wolverine, and we which, call him Huge Jackman. That's right. Do you realize he's like, I don't realize he's like 46 years old. Yeah, he's yeah. Old man. He's been playing I'm surprised like he's only years now. 46 years old, really. He's pretty ripped, though. That's one of the things. Yes, he's in, like, a beautiful man. He's always been a beautiful He's so, so ripped funny, in that. that make any Have sense. you ever seen pictures of him, like, personally? Like, when he's just hanging out? Was he just like a wreck? Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's just a dad. And he's not a cool dad, either. He's, like, wearing dad jeans up to his navel. What? And, like, he just like Patrick Stewart. He's got big white poofy no. shoes. It's so cute, because he looks just like an, an, okay, an, no, a, I, he is what? an Australian dad. Like, he is an Australian no, I need to look this up. Now. He's an Australian he's theater just, guy. It's not like he's... he's just a, he's just a goof. For as much as people want him to be the new Clint Eastwood, he's just a he's, dork. He's just a goof. 
Hughes. Yeah. I love him. Everyone says he's supposed to be a pretty sweet guy. He's a nice he dude. seems like a real. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm. I like that about him. That he's like in paparazzi pictures. It's not like here he is like in his svelte gear and everything. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah. Here he is dressed like just a cute, a normal he's a dad he's, yeah. with his normal wife. Just wandering around. He's like, gonna great. be miserable though. I'll believe it. Even though he's, he's irrationally ripped for someone who's like Yeah, I believe he's excellent. Wait, do you, are you familiar with Lemon? I've read the book. I'm not a big fan of what I have seen of the musical, musical so... That movie was terrible, but I think it has more to do with the original musical than it did the adaptation. Uh, Spirit Away finally will be on Blu-ray here in the U.S. in June. This is the last Miyazaki movie that has not been released in HD here in the States, so that'll mm. be nice to finally have that. And this, that's his most popular movie that's ever been released in the yeah, States, Yeah, I'm too, surprised so. for that reason it's taken so long. Fucking Ponyo, man. <laughs> I just want to bring up Ponyo. Ponyo, Ponyo, in the chicken of the sea. Movie going memories is seeing that in the theater with people and just like I feel like I was losing my mind for two hours. I think Claudia will be my favorite because I can be forever. Just because it was so unexpected. What the fuck is wrong with this movie? Her eyes! She got chicken feet for no reason. So good, God. Okay. Miyazaki's got problems. 1776 on Blu-ray. What? In July with commentary from Mr. J and Mr. A. Yeah. What? So I guess as part of this, uh, the, I'm not allowed to shit on Les Misérables and people who like it. But <laughs> I love 1776 so much, but I do. So I guess it's getting a new transfer. They keep on referring yeah. to it as the director's cut, which I think is that's the version we kept on watching. Yeah. I think on DVD that's that was the big new thing. It's director's yeah. cut, which it means it just has cool, considerate men. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah. On DVD. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But on the AV Club, they actually just had a big interview with William Daniels where he spends a yeah. lot of time talking about 1776. And he talks about how he just literally just got done, like, just a couple days ago, re- recording the commentary for this. Yeah. He just seems like a super catty old man. <laughs> Does that he's just like, me? He's like, yeah, so I did record the commentary for 1776, and by which I mean the director Peter Hunt recorded while we just sat there and kind of listened to him talk. And it was just kind of like... <laughs> I don't know, so... But that's... It's, it's adorable. Have, have, like, some deleted scenes. I supposedly also um, audition footage. Oh, that's great. People. So it sounds like it's actually going to be a yeah. Blu-ray with some extra bits. It's not just going to be yeah. like an up-res. I'm so st- cute. still so pissed about the End of the Woods Blu-ray they put out, which was the VHS version of yeah. like the 1991. That was just a... Tra- really? it's, in the, it's a DVD transfer they put on a Blu-ray. I it's not like they were uh, done on videotape, so there's only so much they could do. But yeah. like, it's 1976. Right? Yeah, it's been a couple years since I watched it for, for 4th yeah. of July. So uh, Game of ah. Thrones will beat the books to the finish line, as we discussed earlier. Yeah. Yeah, nice the producers actually just came out and said, which makes sense because, well, we, like we to. said, yeah, because yeah, they've by the end of the season they're going to be out of material. So, yeah. X Files is officially coming back as a six episode miniseries. Wait, 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 this. wait, wait! Is that how Teen Wolf is going to be on Game of Thrones? Yeah, because they're going to be they're just going to make whatever. They steal the X Files time machine. <laughs> no, I like that idea. It's like, all right, uh, we're going to have some Twin Peaks. <laughs> We gotta just start. We gotta have some Breaking Bad. Why not? You and guys like Mad Men's, right? Game of Thrones turns into what's the ultimate battle of ultimate destiny? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, 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 the White the White Walkers are just like it's just like the dude from Breaking Bad. Oh, yeah, the Walter White Walkers. Walter White Walkers. Because all the blue meth, <laughs> methed out motherfuckers. And, oh uh, my god. god, guys! We just designed the best-selling T-shirt of 2015. Bill, get on <laughs> the it. Walter White Walker. Get on it. Oh my god, make yeah. some money. Um, anyway, yes, X Files is officially coming back as a six-episode miniseries. Really? That's pretty good. I, I, I started. Okay, it, wait, wait, with Jillian with Anderson Jillian and, and Dave 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 Dave. Dave. As yeah. the parents of the new uh, of the new people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
X Files meets world. X Files meets world would be amazing. Oh my god. I you know I like I I I like not seen more Gillian Anderson. I could kind of give a less of a care about. I was so Bahar last night. So Bahar's essentially run out of like genre TV to watch on Netflix, and so she was asking for suggestions. And the only thing she really hasn't watched yet is like essentially Lost. Mm-hmm. A Buffy and X Files, oh, sure. and we were both last yesterday. Which is hilarious because those are arguably the canon. Yeah, there's a kind of like big moment jumpers. Yeah, and like we we, we were both like talking about how neither of us ever watched much X Files because David Duchovny just by himself. Like if you watch an episode of X Files, it's mostly David Duchovny. It's so boring just because he's just sitting there going. You you have to get into the what he like. I understand. You that, have like, to buy into to Mulder's character to buy David Duchovny. But if you're show. going in fresh, exactly, and if you happen to catch the wrong episode, it's yeah. just like, what the fuck am I watching? This guy's like reading yeah. a phone book for. Yeah, an you hour. have to. You have to have already put put money into David Duchovny. To I don't, and and he's not the capsule game that I want to. Like, nope, exactly. I want to put my I want to put my coins into. Jack and I guess so Mulder's story is the worst. It's like we get it. Your sister was abducted. By aliens. Does he not blah. get abducted too by the aliens? He does get abducted. That's, that's why they get. Yeah, that's how they get rid of him when he leaves the ship. So <laughs> is he gonna come back and just be like, yeah, well, well those he are came, some aliens? Well, he did come back. Did he? Like, they made two movies, dude. Oh, that's right. Oh, I forgot. To, I saw that movie in theaters. I keep on forgetting. And also, like movie. the last, the last moment of the last episode is Mulder and Scully essentially going off to the sunset together. Like oh, that's okay. how the show ends. Yeah, do, do you guys care about like, anything? What like the, any preferences for what they do with the new show? Man, I don't it's only gonna be six episodes. Too. I liked X Files. I watched X Files at the time. I don't give a shit about the lore yeah. or like the 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 you know, like. I do like seeing Jillian Anderson's face. Yeah, it's well, like I likes the characters. Read the next point then. Read, continue reading the show. Oh, notes. I did. This is old news. I don't know why this really? is circling. Well, I, maybe just because the X Files news broke this week. Uh, yeah, Jillian Anderson. Basic the larger context of it, where because she had, this was floating around before, because she was basically like, yeah, I'm single, and I think it's about time for someone to ask me out. Cause she, like, she's like, I've always been the aggressor, and I'm tired. Well, of more it. specifically, she's and then she comes on, and she later she says, I don't care what gender. Preferably, uh, and if that, wait, Annie, can I? You have permission. Saying. You have permission to go on a date. Although this is a couple I'm, years ago. Yeah. Another a more, a more attentive Foley person might out there may have already. Yeah, exactly. Jammed in there. Well, jammed it. I do like I like I never I never really watched that much X Files, but I have like everything she's, of Jillian Anderson. She's Jillian Anderson. She's, she's, she's really, great in Hannibal. She was great. She was one of the. She was great as a uh, Miss Havisham in the uh, yeah. thingy I watched. She's crazy striking. And, she is, and really she's really just interesting because she also has that face. Even aside from acting stuff, she's just also really cool looking. I always lady, thought but. that she would be perfect to be Athena in something because mm-hmm. she just has that, that kind. of of godly, like that that distance, that imperious distance, but still, like you can see, well, she still feels human. Even as she's aging now, she kind of looks oh. like kind of like what you would think, like an older, yeah. like yeah. like yeah, Greek god would kind of like yeah, yeah still she, beautiful, mm. but aged and kind of weathered. But like she's she's it's interesting. It's interesting now, and I uh, I've been noticing this just because people that the actors that I have found attractive think the older that they get, the more I'm just like, man, the ladies seem to be fucking winning out, especially women that are just kind of leaning into to be yeah. fair you and I are they... more inclined to be attracted to an older woman than an older man generally speaking that's true but the, older the men... aspects of aging too are generally speaking kinder to women man, than it's kind I was of in our perception but let's just let's just put it out there Jennifer Connelly Jennifer Connelly's looking good she she's looking good she you guys actually see Noah from? yeah we watched we Noah did. she looks amazing she's fucking the, I was in that theater going to go <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh. She looks worse. 
she's graying in a really neat way. It sounds way. terrible, but not that Emma Watson is old, but I'm so used to seeing her as a kid. And now mm-hmm. she's actually mature. She actually looks like a, a woman now. Yeah. She doesn't look just like Emma Watson would like on stilts. Emma. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, not like, it's not like she's going to oh, take off her overcoat and suddenly, like, you know, Rupert Grant is also holding her up on her shoulders. No, Emma, Emma Watson. Emma Watson. She's getting, is... like, laugh lines and stuff like yeah. that. I'm like, oh, yeah. she's actually turning into a lady. Like, yeah. she's like, yeah. Which, it's, which has got to be weird. It's got to be strange. I, I never really thought about this until they're like people that I always thought of as as kids, and now they're adults. And I'm like, that's weird to be to basically be a commodity as a child, and, and be. I know that's like the most mundane thing you can I say, know, but yeah. But it's like like yeah, with like the Potter kids and everything, and like which there was some young actress that was like, how are you an adult human now? Or like fucking what's his butt from the sixth L? Uh, oh God, Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, Haley Joel Osment. He looks like how a flesh light bulb now. <laughs> he, like, he does. And that's gonna be so strange because when I think of that guy, I think of him in like a handful of movies from when he was young. Yeah. It's like, but that came out like fifteen years ago. Yeah. But that's yeah. like your child, your youth is such a flash in the pan of your life. You know? Yeah. It's like well, so it's like weird. every time I see every time I see Daniel Radcliffe, and I'm like, like he's Daniel Rads looks nice. He's sporting a beard, and he's he's just this eloquent, cool dude, and seems like he's he's grown up and is very like has a, a good a good view on his celebrity and everything like that and and tends to mm-hmm. be very well spoken yeah and very and very is. tenaciously uh protective of the people that he worked yeah. with during yeah. those films which is which also like. kind of interesting yeah like that that's that's neat that that ended up happening <sighs> um but yeah he's fucking fascinating so like him and uh him and emma watson watching them kind of grow up has been really interesting. Because Rupert Grant is just a troll under a bridge. <laughs> no, he's, he's a troll in an ice cream truck. <laughs> exactly. No, he's um, a sweet one. Fucking, uh, let's talk man, about Neville I for was, a second. I was <laughs> listening to a podcast last night where, it was the Canon podcast, which I mentioned before, which is a yeah. podcast where these guys, two LA film reviewers, just talk about which film should be inducted into the canon of the greatest movies of all time. And last night they were debating the merits of Casino Royale, the, mm-hmm. you know, the more mm-hmm. recent version. And uh, they were talking about Idris Elba becoming Bond, and they were like, "Oh, that that's incredible!" But by the time he gets around to making movies, he's gonna be too old, really. Yeah. Because he's he's in his mid forties right now, and if yeah. it takes yeah. him takes him four years to make another movie, he's gonna be fifty. Yeah. Which and no, so they were talking about good. who if it, if it can't be Idris Elba, who would you go for? And they all agreed that they'll probably try to give it to Dan Stevens, who was an uh, um, fucking Downton Abbey. Hmm. The fucking dude who left, and that's when the show kind of we fell apart. No... See, but I'm not, I'm not interested in another, you know, white ass British. I know dude they gotta being... do something. I'm, interesting. No, I'm, I'm, but it is for I mean, it would be interesting to see an older James Bond too. But all the action scenes and stuff like that, I think no. from a physical practicality point of view, he may not get it. I think which kind of maybe is that kid, the kid who's gonna be Beast in the Beauty and the Beast thing? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, okay. so it seems like they might be kind of grooming him a little bit for I don't know. Monkey pants. More importantly, notes Bill, Coach is coming back. Dun, dun, dun. Bill's joke Coach is, is Dauber shit. will now be played by Team America Matt Damon puppet. Because <laughs> they look the same. <laughs> Coach, in what context is Coach coming back? Yeah, so, this is a sequel series being put together by the same guy, again with the sequel series, being put together by the same guy who created the original Coach. So, what, it turns out that uh, Mr. Incredible... He's a retired <laughs> grandpa now, who his son has now become a head coach of like yeah. some like 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 Ivy League football team, and so uh-huh. he asks his dad to come in and help co coach the team. Okay. But it's supposed to be a sequel series, like it takes place Weird. like twenty years later. Weird. Coach was fucking hilarious. I really liked Coach. Coach was good times. Yeah, I have fond memories of it. I have not seen it since it aired. <laughs> man, this you know then Coach takes off. Man, we're gonna get a sequel series like Perfect Strangers. Let's just have some the more, ten of uh, us. Uh, 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 
Murphy Brown. That's yeah. what I want to come back. Fucking Family Matters. Fucking Urkel too. Oh my god. Uh, Idris Elba is supposed to be court is supposedly being courted to play the villain in Star Trek Three. Oh, speaking of which, who who what villain do you think Idris Elba would play? Everyone's saying that he would play a Klingon because they really haven't done anything with the Klingons in the new movies that much. Which would be kind of also just getting a black guy just to play a Klingon, yeah. which is kind of like. Who wants to see Idris Elba just put on five pounds of makeup and go rah, 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 yeah. fake Why? vampire teeth and Wait. chase people around? <laughs> is he shirtless? He could be. The first thing that happens is like, maybe he gets Wait, an invisible vehicle. What is it? Cloak? No, Ponmar is Vulcan, right? Yeah. Damn it. I was like, can There's I make a joke? From the, from the Wait, Klingons, Klingons go through heat, don't they? Klingons are always in heat and fuck everything like animals. So, yeah, that's. Imagine him just like. Would you want to be an Enterprise Bridge Commander and you're just kind of sitting there doing your thing and suddenly it just helps you so it grabs you well, by the I'd hair say, and bends you here's over? How, Bill, here's how you don't pitch me on it. Oh, new Star Trek movie versus Idris Elba <laughs> fuck machine. Guess which one I'm buying tickets for. You just wrote the poster, Idris Elba <laughs> fuck machine. <laughs> <laughs> I so is it, it's, they just, it's Star Trek Into Darkness 2. <laughs> Before passing it off to J.J. Abrams or Brett Ratner, probably. No. So, have you guys know? You guys know much about Ready Player One? I've heard you discuss it. It's an okay book about this kid who goes into virtual reality stuff, and so they announced this week that Steven Spielberg is going to try to do a live-action production of it. He's going to direct it. Okay. This is like one of those things. It's not necessarily a very interesting book. It's The book is mostly just 80s nostalgia for, like, 300 pages, and yeah. then the book ends. Because it's all about this kid who lives, like, it's, like, 100 years from now, and uh, so the internet has been replaced by virtual reality stuff. Like, instead of just going onto an internet, or going onto the internet by, like, checking out a computer, you put on, you know, headset goggles, mm-hmm. and everyone just lives... The, the internet is essentially just a big virtual reality thing where instead of home, instead of web pages, you go to different planets where you witness huh. everything in different websites, like virtually, like in a three dimensional space. Mm-hmm. And uh, right God, away, I would just go to the same three planets. <laughs> well, that's Tumblr the thing. Planet, so Twitter everyone planet, goes Gmail to planet. So everyone goes to school in virtual reality. So essentially, you're going to school, but you're just sitting there in your, in your bedroom with a helmet on all day. And the whole gist of Ready Player One is that the guy who invented this virtual reality system uh, that, is, that is the internet is now built around, he ends up dying, but he ends up creating this like big contest, like essential like um, what's it called when you have to go look for like a treasure hunt? Yeah, within this web that he's built. Is this man Peter Molyneux? It is kind of. <laughs> Are you clicking at things? <laughs> I might as well be. It's, it's sort of kind of like a Stephen Jobs kind of character because he like okay. revolutionized the world and yeah. he, and like he was a game designer, but then he rebuilt the internet into this crazy virtual reality thing. Mm-hmm. And so, but for some reason, despite the fact that the book takes place a hundred years in the future from now, everything in the in the in like in the internet world is all eighties references because mm-hmm. the, the book was written by you know an eighty like pretty much yeah. our age, so it's all eighties and nineties like pop culture references, which from a world building perspective makes no fucking sense. Yeah. yeah. So, like, one of the big, like, treasure hunt things is, like, you, like they go into a simulation of a scene from the movie War Games. And, like, <laughs> oh, all this God. stupid stuff. That classic. Like, like, like is that, did they even make a movie out of that? Like, <laughs> they gotta hang out with, like, 19-year-old Matthew Broderick from, like, War Games for, like, wow. 20 minutes on a Steven Spielberg movie? No, they hang like, out with 60-year-old Matthew Broderick. <laughs> 
I can see why this appeals to Steven Spielberg, but I think it's one of those things where once they actually kind of sit down and like, oh, we actually have to make a script out of this that people yeah. want to see, they're just going to go, like, oh, fucking it. And if it does get made, it'll probably get picked up by somebody else. But, yeah, yeah it's it's an interesting project for mm-hmm. Steven Spielberg. But mm. uh, They also announced uh, Bill Hader's going to play one of the Giants in the BFG uh, movie that he's filming this year, too. I forgot Steve Spielberg's making a movie out of the BFG. I didn't know that at all. Oh, yeah, the uh, the, the Roald Dahl book. Yeah, well, I mean, I know... I knew you didn't mean Big Fucking Gun. Yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, but I didn't know that it was being turned into a movie, much yeah. less by Steve's Yeah, I think it's supposed to be, uh, it's either coming out this Christmas or like next oh, summer Bill or Peter. something. I love Peter. I love Goofy Bill Face. Hater. He's such a weirdo. Have you guys, I keep on calling it the Sister Brothers. Have you guys seen, the Skeleton Twins, have you guys seen that yet? I keep hearing really good things about it, and I've seen clips of it. We yeah, love, I mean, we love Kristen Wiig. Yeah. And uh, the clips I've seen from it have been phenomenal. Oh, they're supposed to be drama, they're just pure comedy. Yeah. Yeah. I think they're both like suicidal or depressed or something. That's the reason why I haven't seen it. Yeah. Nothing makes nothing doesn't gets me out of a theater quicker than a story about depression and suicide. What if it's spiders that cause depression? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. What else? Uh Isis has taken the Dune Sea is within striking distance of Moss Espa. Uh there's a big kerfuffle because I guess Isis has moved into the part of uh, Tunisia. Well, it's moved into Tunisia. I you know Isis being the the bad guys. They're We're not like a, talking about they're Archer. Gonna, they're going to... I know. Or Downton Abbey's dog that they had to put down supposedly because it's named Isis God, too. <laughs> this just reminds me. Fully show me this SNL sketch that somebody... <laughs> where the whole premise is just like say what... Like it's all these women who are just saying what they're fucking thinking as yeah. opposed to being polite and like playing along and things like a dude going like oh I haven't seen you forever I should get your number should hang out and she just goes no I'm never going to see you again and just walks away and she's at a dinner party and they're talking about Isis. She's like I don't care what you're talking. I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't care. There's a point. There's a point where she's where she's about she's, to search on Google. Yeah, she's Google what, is what is ISIS, ISIS? And, and then, then she, she just goes back and she throws her computer in the garbage. And God, like, and I just feel like such a dumb fat American. I know that. Well, this I happens under- all the time. If there's not ISIS, it's going to be something else. Especially news out of the Middle East. I know people get like, "How do you? How are you not up to up, up to speed on the news from the Middle East?" Mideast has been a fucking sewer for literally thousands of years. I mean, it, it, it is... Back in the Middle like Ages. The heart of literally... In the Middle the Ages, where the people having the same conversation as us right now, like, oh my god, who gives a shit about the Middle East? We were... We were <laughs> it's not that I don't give a shit. It's no, just, but you know what I mean? Like, specific yesterday, conflicts. Yesterday, we were talking to a lady about uh, solar panels. This lady was going door-to-door talking about solar panels, and she looks... She goes, did you know that in Israel, it's the law to have solar panels? To which... And Foley just looks at them and goes, of course, because, like, she's like, there's only... Like, well, no, I, I just looked at her and I was like, well, yeah, because there's absolutely no resources in that area that you can use for power. They don't have Humus natural don't gas. don't give you electricity. Hummus don't give you electricity. You only pretty much have solar because yeah. where they're getting their energy from is a fucking dam outside. I think it's in Africa, like like near or like it's yeah, in the Egyptian. Always gonna be fucked it's in the Egyptian yeah. region. You don't know. You're Israel. You're not. You don't have a lot of friends. You have to be self-sustaining. Yeah, <laughs> you exactly. have to figure out how and to be self-sustaining. It's like yeah, it's not because they're a bunch of fucking Portland hippies. Exactly. It's because they're fucking under siege forever. <laughs> you literally have no other options. So of course you have to have solar panels. Just, Every building that like, goes God, up I has feel to like have such an it, like an asshole though, and I'm like, uh. what? So you so wait, Bill, Bill, I want to understand. Wait, hold on. I want to understand your context. <laughs> is your context?
context here that ISIS may disrupt the filming of a Star Wars film? No, they're not even filming there because it's so politically fucked okay. up. They, that's why they filmed like all that stuff in like like Abu Dhabi and stuff. Not yeah. like yeah. Oh, people were really depressed. Man. They're not going to go back to Tunisia to film Star Wars. No, they're, they're going to get fucking killed. Yeah. Uh, even though they were able to do that for the prequels, but 15 years ago the place wasn't yeah, quite was so very far. So really, all ISIS just uh, I guess has moved ISIS into is Tunisia. ISIS Star Wars. And well, it got misreported that like they had taken over the sets from the original Star Wars and using it as like a home base. That is such that's the most internet headline I've ever heard in my life. So everyone's like, ISIS took over Star Wars. Oh they're living God. in Tatooine. No, they're, 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 they're just they in have the same speed country. racers. Yeah. So and not even that. God. Um, well, well, then it, of course when it got corrected, like they're only in the country. They're only like they're, they're within like a hundred miles of the shooting sets, which is funny because then I forgot there's a whole like little infrastructure. There's a whole community of people who there who just make money off like. Tourism for Star Wars yeah. stuff there, and they were the first ones to come and say that ISIS is dangerous, and they are nearby, but they have not actually—they're not at the set. So if you still want to come on the set, we gotta sneak you by. Yeah, so it's definitely like our place is not on fire; it may be on fire soon, but you should still we come may, out and spend we money. We may dress you like German shepherds, <laughs> exactly. yeah, because puppies—they might not, have to airdrop you directly onto the set so you don't get shot. Oh, but it's just like oh it's funny to hear those guys' reaction, being like, "We're not occupied yet." Dear Lord. And so, but yeah, like, they're just within the country. That's but Tunisia's worst, small enough, I guess, man. that you know that doesn't no, mean I mean, a lot. That but my problems are bullshit problems. Yeah. Also, Jesus technically, they're Christ. closest to the episode one sets, <laughs> as opposed to those. <laughs> okay, as opposed to the real Star Wars sets, anyone actually cares about. So, who in closing, there's a teaser trailer for the new Bond movie Spectre that came out this week. Um, and we've all discovered that Bond is wearing Archer clothes. <laughs> He's all dressed in I mean, black. he's wearing Tumbl- a tactile neck. Fully saw it on Tumblr before we saw the teaser, which is a picture of Bond in his his gear, and then a screenshot uh, from Archer of Archer wearing the same outfit like four years ago, yeah. and Lana giving him shit for it. <laughs> he, goes, he goes, "It's a tactical turtleneck, Lana. A tactile neck. <laughs> is this made by the same? Is it Sam Mendes? The sky? I think it is Sam Mendes. Same Same. Same Mendes. Wow. Um, you, should, you should host the Oscars with fucking uh, John Travolta. Yeah. Same Mendes. Uh, I like Sam. I, yeah, Sam Mendes like is a beautiful Well, did he do American Beauty? It, he, he did. did. Uh, so this one guy, you're going to find out Bond's been dead the whole one time? One of my favorite movies of all time is Road to Perdition. Oh, which that was on, on fake Sling also TV with table Dan, last Daniel night. Daniel Craig. And, and, he, and did the, he did the last one. He did, yeah, I did, he did Skyfall. Uh, Skyfall. He's a beautiful filmmaker. Yeah. I'm, I, I, it's one of those things, though, where I kind of want him to do this one and then do something else that's not a Bond movie. No, well, I think hands, so. Gonna, I, I would assume, assume it's going to be, if they, if this is going to be Daniel Craig's last one, Sam Mendes' yeah. last one, it's going to be yeah. like a whole On the other hand, Sam Mendes filming a Bond movie is the most interesting thing that's happened to Bond in a long yeah. time. I guess, although, supposedly, um, who made Interstellar? Larry. 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 Larry Stellar. Gar- <laughs> good cousin. Second cousin to Steven Universe. Um, <laughs> supposedly, fucking what, Chris Nolan or whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah. Supposedly, he's Chris been Nolan. gunning to do a Bond Man, for a long Chris time. Man, Chris Nolan Bond would be good. Which, yeah. People have pointed out the Dark Knight movies are really influenced by Bunks. It's all yeah. bad gadget yeah. heavy. I mean, fucking Inception like has huge swaths of it that's just like Well, exactly. Bond, Tom, yeah. Actually, Tom Hardy in a suit. You essentially take his yeah. character from... God. Well, like, he's getting a little old, too. Man, Shh. also on fake Sling TV cable, they had the first Mad Max on the other night. Yeah. <laughs> which, that comes out soon, too. It comes out within a month in the new Mad Max. But yeah, so Bond... What the hell even happened in the trailer? I can't remember. There's a dude in the dark. Uh, yeah, you get to see there's something... Uh, they find something at Skyfall. 
Oh, a badly photoshopped about- picture of James Bond <laughs> and his dad. It looks like Paul McGann, the Doctor Who guy, like badly photoshopped onto his... I don't know what the fuck's going on. Man. And you see another kid there? Yeah. Supposedly, so, supposedly this movie is setting up Blofeld, the uh, villain from the old Doctor... He was essentially the guy who... Who's the bad guy from... Um, the Austin Powers movies. Doctor Evil. Essentially, that's what Doctor yeah. Evil is parodying, mm-hmm. and supposedly that's what um, um, Inglorious Bastards is playing in this movie. Oh yeah, Blofeld. Christoph Waltz. I'm excited about Christoph Waltz. But the stuff in the movie. trailer with say. like we found this stuff with like this burned out picture of this other kid who seems to be your age. Like, what if this Blofeld's going to turn out to be Bond's brother or some oh. shit like that? Or some kind you know, of, like, Christoph Waltz rrr, being rrr. related to Daniel Craig, I'd buy it. They're both kind of same age, they, so they and they have like age. the same kind of. Oh, they're not like Daniel Craig, such like a little fire pl- meat fire plug. <laughs> Christoph wow. Waltz is such like a meat rake. They're not like <laughs> a meat rake. He is like <laughs> no, but they are. They like their facial no, they're, structure. They're, 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 I, they're, I would kind of dramatic that they were looking. In the, in the same way that I would believe that Viggo Mortensen and uh, Mads Mikkelsen are, yeah. are the same. Yeah. Punky they're both like, Danish, right? They're. I don't. Is is Viggo Mortensen Danish? Viggo and Mads. They need to hang out just for that alone. But I know way. they need to like like Entourage Two needs to just be. <laughs> And with that, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. Thanks for listening for way too long, as you usually do. We're boyhoudypodcast.org. We're also, um, or excuse me, podcast.com at boyhoudypodcast on Twitter. Holla if you're so inclined. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week about more garbage. Go ahead and help us all. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.